This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. It was <laughs> let's walk to the house. Yeah, I was walking walking home from school and uh, shit like that. And I had a car and shit. And what I had a car in eleventh grade. So. I used to be out here on that bus. Man, I be that thinking Imperial. That shit. I feel like the Imperial bus took you anywhere in the city. Man, I was, uh, remember we was talking the other day about like children being out there early in the morning or whatever. Yeah. When I think back, I'm like 14 years old, ninth grade, six o'clock in the morning, standing on the corner of Joy Road and Evergreen waiting on the bus, going into the liquor store, well, not the liquor store, the, the gas station where you got adult men asking you for change. Yeah. Bum and chain, like, you got some change. Like, I'm 14. You're like 50. Why are you asking children for change? <laughs> or it was a double. Because know your parents gave you money. So, like, if you got on the Joy Road bus, Joy Road took you to the boulevard. Then you got to get the transfer to the boulevard. Um, what took you, like, the boulevard, then boulevard dropped you off in front of Cass. Yeah. If you go on a tyrant bus, it's one bus, and that bitch take you directly to Cass. So it was either, and it's different times. So you work right, a little whichever. earlier. I walked from, because I stayed third house off the corner on Dre Road. So, like, literally walk from Dre Road to Tyreman to get on the bus, and that bus will take you all the way down. And uh, after school, I wouldn't work. I ain't fucking with the transfers. It's hard as fuck to get on yeah. <laughs> that bus, dog. So That boulevard bus run real run real stupid. And yeah. if you miss that motherfucker, it's a half hour for yeah. the next one come. Yeah. Then you fuck around. One time I got on the fucking like the Grand River bus and got let off like Grand River Evergreen, had to wait for the Evergreen bus. It was a couple ways to get to the crib. But like nowadays, like kids don't know where the fuck they at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just don't know where the fuck they at. Like we had to. I had to figure that shit out. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, like before school started, like my dad took me on the bus. to Now nah, this going to be our route. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I did that with my son because I thought he was going to have to take the bus. I remember one time on a half day, I got lost coming home from this girl house on the bus. She stayed off the boulevard. Yeah. Got lost from coming from her house, took the wrong bus. Nigga, I ain't making home till like eight o'clock. I walked in the door. My dad was like, I, I've been out fucking. I'm not, <laughs> like, I, I've been gone. I've been gone all day. I've been out fucking. I just take whatever punishment it is, but I've been gone. Yeah, man. That shit was dangerous as hell. One time me and Netta was on a bus stop at a, on the, out there on the boulevard and shit. And I thought niggas about to rob me for our coat, dog. It was a growing up man. He was like, man, that's a nice coat. I was like, yeah, man, thank you. He was like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> that's all the setup questions. Yeah, I'm like. What uh, size is that? Burlington. He was like, did they have some more? I'm thinking like, damn, how do I answer this shit? You know what I'm saying? Because if I answer and say no, I'm like, good. So I'm taking yours. Or, But the nigga was just weird. I'm looking at Netta and shit like, uh, what we about to do? Because uh, you older than me. Uh, so I look for you for uh Advice and guidance. <laughs> I remember my, my nigga TJ got robbed from them white and white and uh, baby blue patent leather J's mm. in the wintertime. Nigga Nines? Walk, no, they was 11s. Oh. Nigga had to walk home in his socks. Nah, man. Nigga pulled up to the bus stop, man. I'm going to take him off his feet. Man, I had fun in high school, dog. Me too. I had a good ass time. I had more memories from middle school than I had from high school, though. 
You always talk about your middle school like being like that shit was fucking, <laughs> like nigga being wild. No, that shit was a for it was a fucking amazing. Like it was a great time. It was a dangerous time, but it was like fucking amazing. You know how niggas look back at like oh my college years and you have all these stories. Like dog, middle school was like <laughs> wild. That shit was. I've amazing. never heard nobody say that shit about middle school. <laughs> I don't know. Like, nigga, we was getting it. We was getting it in middle school. No, in real life. Like, that shit was crazy. Like I hated middle school. Niggas from Cody come up there and fight and shit. I fucking hated middle school. Niggas from high schoolers was coming to the element, the K through 8, to fight us. Get beat up. Niggas burning flags and shit. Like, niggas. Well, how do you get beat up by some niggas in seventh grade? Hey, dog. And I'm in high school. Nigga, I got algebra in the morning. Hey, dog. It is. That's how it be. Shit. Shit, when my brother was in a... Like my brother, he had a fight with like the 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 toughest the t- the tough guy in the neighborhood in the school and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that no one ever wants to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like this is so Dwayne wasn't always the toughest nigga in the neighborhood. Well, so we always stayed on Dre Road, right? We always stayed there. But prior to my um, my grandfather passing away, um, we stayed. We spent most of our time over on Linwood where my grandma was at. You know what I'm saying? And we went to school over there. And my fa- my grandfather watched us until my parents and them got off work. So we started going to our neighborhood school when I was in the third grade. So my brother was like in the sixth grade. Right. So though we knew people in our immediate neighborhood, he we was rel- we didn't notice other kids in his school. So he yeah. was relatively new. So this is like the big tough guy in the neighborhood and shit. And like uh, they got into, they fought like a two or three times and shit. But like the first time, they fought and like wasn't nobody expecting him to get the best of the the neighborhood bully guy. Yeah. So the next time they fought, like it was like at four o'clock, like cars drove, like he got out of a car <laughs> to to the, come to it, the fight. It was a schedule. It was a scheduled like altercation. you came. Like, these are eighth graders, and, like, people drove in cars to, to do the fight. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. at this point, they got, a uh, like, some big-ass nigga. He had a rock in his hand and socked him and shit, and damn near knocked the nigga out. And, you know, other shit. And they was, hey, other shit happened after that, and we got more adults involved. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it was a wild time. You know what I'm saying? It's middle school, my nigga. I'm talking about like death threats. Like we had to, like my I, I remember you saying like niggas calling the house and y'all taking the phone off the Yeah. Like that shit is wild. Sixth grade, y'all taking the phone off the hook. Parents had no fucking idea. Like before they came home from work, uh niggas would knock at the door like, hey man, Wayne, these niggas wanna fight you. He go outside, he start putting shoes on, he go outside. It's niggas everywhere. Dog. I'm talking about like it's niggas on the grass. It's like 10, 15 people out here. I'm like, fuck it. I just go to the drawer and get two kitchen knives and shit. Go outside. Like, all right, I guess we about to do this shit. Like, it was just a wild time. <laughs> we used to have this little neighborhood carnival and shit at uh, the little Catholic school down the street, like on Sawyer and shit. And the karma was up there and shit. So one of the niggas who uh, had sucker punched a nigga with a rock in his hand and shit. Some of the older niggas like found a nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is when little two fives was like the shit. Yeah. And uh up the two five on them and shit. Like it was a that was a diff that that is a, a game changer in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh nah niggas is pulling. It guns. went from sucker, yeah, it went from sucker punches <laughs> like, to pistols. Yeah. It was wild because I was the little brother, you know what I'm saying? So 
So all the top niggas always had little brothers and shit too. I was older than them, but younger than the older folks. And I used to see niggas all the time. Even the nigga who did the little sucker punch shit, he was in he was in like a an, an adult to me shit. <laughs> and I was thinking like, I want these niggas about to try to get me though, because <laughs> you're the little bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it was funny because the 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 tough guy in the neighborhood. My mama went to his house. You know what I'm saying. And his mama was like, your kid is messing with my son. He's like, no, your son messed with my kid. Like, we was in the house. I'm like, this the, this the neighborhood tough guy? And his mama's talking about my brother. <laughs> like, come on. His dog. mama. <laughs> nigga, your mama's defending you. Oh, uh, man. And I'm like, why am I? Like, I literally remember this shit. Like, I'm in the house while they, they're having, like, a, a family group conversation trying to mediate. Like, that's wild. A family group conversation. What's so funny is he the homie now and shit though. Um, and his little brother passed away. Um, so like T Grizzly from that neighborhood. Yeah. Like he used to run with uh with that crew, you know what I'm saying? With the the younger brother before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um smart neighborhood, man. He was like one of the he's low he's he's a lot younger than me. So he was like some of my little homies big homie. Okay. Not like in a disrespectful way, just yeah, as yeah. in how age, just age worked. Yeah. yeah. Like how age worked and shit. So I don't know, man. You ready to start this episode though? Yeah, let's do it. Uh man. let me get these cameras turned on. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tenant, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the but I'm just sitting over here putting my, um, you ain't getting a motherfucking thing for me for crippling lift to go. And I just thought I'd share a couple of these with y'all later. If I didn't ever call you and told you to call me when you get home from the motherfucking club, cause you knew I wanted to come through there and get some of that motherfucking pussy. And you ain't motherfucking called me and said you fell asleep. If you didn't done that to me at least two motherfucking times, <laughs> guess what? You ain't getting a motherfucking thing for me for crippling. Cause I got on him. If you didn't ever suck your motherfucking teeth, Rolled your eyes and showed out on me in public. Yeah, motherfucking public. In the last 45 days, guess what? <laughs> you ain't getting a motherfucking thing me for Christmas. If I never called you and wanted to come through, and you told me, I'm sleeping. Guess what? Santa Claus motherfucking sleeping this year, too. <laughs> you ain't getting a motherfucking thing for me for Christmas. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Tony? It's your man Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, yo mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 188. Yeah. 
Remember when we used to uh, shout out niggas' jersey numbers back yeah. when we was in the three digits? Yeah, in the two digits. Yeah, two digits, two yeah, digits, yeah. yeah. 188, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> is, is this the, the, the holiday episode? Is this going to lead you into... Lead you into Christmas? Yeah, I mean, we heard Ply's uh, list of people who ain't going to get shit. Ain't getting a motherfucking thing for Christmas. I had a better list. I only bought two people gifts, so everybody else ain't get shit. Would you care to name them? The gifts? The people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking for you to name the people. No, I just, I, like, two people uh, get gifts uh, outside of, like, my dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but after that, like, hey, man. So I said, I don't really care that much. I bought, I spent a lot of money on my kids' Christmas gifts this year. That's what's up, man. I, I, I really went over budget, but I want my babies to have an amazing holiday. Yeah. What kind of feedback did you get on last week's episode? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't get no fuck. I don't give a fuck. People can say what they want to. But anybody say anything to you about last week's episode? Yeah, yeah. What I got, a, I got, I got a little drag. <laughs> so there's a, there's somebody that I know that we not. We kind of on the outs, yeah. These days, but like, word get back to me that he be he be saying some slick shit about you know like shit that I say on the podcast. It's it's, it's some whole shit from my whole motherfucker. But yeah. you know you know niggas like to talk. Niggas mm. like to talk. I'm opinionated. I say a lot. I got a lot of feedback about that Santa shit. That's what I was. That's yeah. what I was getting at. about about the Santa shit. <laughs> I wanna I wanna shout out to. A mutual follower. I, I don't know if it's if I want to say your name or if it's safe, but I want to <laughs> shout out a mutual follower. You know who you are. Santa Claus is not real. That boy is damn near a grown fucking man. Let him let him go. Let, let him go. go. He uh, a grown man. He want to fuck. He don't want to put out cookies for Santa Claus. <laughs> He want to finger he want to finger bang a young lady in the basement. Oh man. That man is grown. I was told that last week episode was the Jay Johnson show and it was so biased <laughs> and you should have stepped that's up. That's the same and- that's the same feedback that I received. That's the same feedback that I said received. That it was the Jay Johnson show and it was biased and I should have put on a balanced performance. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is not a this not a talk show like no, these are just my opinions. Right. Not, this is not about uh, making the world balance because this shit ain't in balance. But these are just my opinions and my thoughts. Uh, so just to clarify, man, I really enjoy Christmas. Like I enjoy the traditions, the lights, the trees, the whole nine yards. I don't like none of that shit. I don't like the fucking trees. I don't like the tradition. I fucking hate Christmas music. I hate how people be fake all fucking 11 months of the year. And then Christmas time, they turn that shit on. Fuck you. I don't like white elephant parties, ugly sweater parties, elf on the motherfucking shelf, secret Santa. I don't like none of that shit. Uh, I think you got, I think something happened to you, dog. Cause I'm like, is, none of that shit, man. When I hear in my mind, I don't like that shit. Turn that shit off. Mariah Carey's Christmas. I don't like that shit. Dog, this is, um, 16, 17, 18, 19. Dog, this is the fourth Christmas episode we done did. Okay. And every year <laughs> I be trying to get to the bottom of this because you have like a un, usual amount of hate toward christmas like you won't ever tell me what happened something happened you know you haven't said i it can't yet. pinpoint what what happened and why i hate christmas but something definitely happened like i don't want people to think that santa claus is a real person but i don't dislike christmas i, I fucking love the shit it's like you know it's, maybe once i stop like getting 
like the gifts and shit that I want. Like maybe I just didn't get. So them. this is about you. Nah, I, I just don't like Christmas, man. <laughs> like you talking about, I don't like music. I'm like, why elephant gifts be cool? I don't. I don't. Well, it's two different. I don't want to participate. It's two different ones. You know, you actually have one with like good gifts, and you got one with gag gifts. You know what I'm saying? Like when you play like with good gifts, you get like a good um, good range. Like that should be fun. I don't want to participate. If you have friends, I don't want to participate. Like you play with your friends and shit. Like all these parties that you go to are like parties with your friends. So like, niggas be like, I hate my friends. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Nina, for inviting me to your Christmas party. Though, did you enjoy yourself? I did. I had I had a nice time. I had a nice time. Did you wear a sweater? Nope. Oh. I wore a hoodie and Tim's. That's my fucking uniform when it get cold outside. <laughs> yeah, man. You got an unusual <laughs> amount of hate. At one point, maybe year five. I don't know. But at some point, you're going to tell, like, one Christmas you woke up and you didn't get that fucking Jordan Jammer. <laughs> and then he was like, fuck Santa Claus. Fuck Christmas. And you Christmas is just for the kids. Like, I buy my own Christmas gift because I don't want to be disappointed by motherfuckers. And typically around Christmas time... Like, a nigga been single for a minute. So, like, I ain't had nobody, like, really special to buy me shit for Christmas. Well, no, I take that back. I've had, well, I don't, because you know, I don't want to discredit nobody. I've had some special women in my life over the years that have done for a nigga on Christmas. Well, you know, Christmas and this, being single and at Christmas time, it is a little bit different. Because, like, when you relationship and you caked up and booed up and shit, like, y'all put the tree up together. Y'all do, like, it's a different experience. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to put up the fucking tree. I don't even want I don't want to do it together. You just decorate that shit and I come home and uh motherfucking tree is there. This nigga just be angry for no reason. Though. I don't I don't like none of that shit. Like maybe I'm not You don't wake up one day and just hate shit. Something happened. <laughs> We we I don't you, know what it is. You're not ready to talk about it I, yet. I understand. I went to therapy today. I don't I've we've yet to peel back that onion. I was at therapy this afternoon. So I I don't know. Did y'all talk about Christmas? Uh no, is that something that do you ask people what they talk about? I don't. I, I don't mean, know. I don't. I'm I'm comfortable talking about what I talk. I've about. never been. I've never been to therapy. Okay. I want to bring a therapist on the show and have a live therapy session. I want to share with. I want to share with the people. I'm down for that, but I go to therapy myself, and I don't care what people think. Do you think your therapist would be down to do that? Uh, I'll ask her. She she a black lady, and like you know we'll. Pay her in um, exposures. So <laughs> I hate when niggas be trying to pay you in exposure. Fuck your exposure. Like, that's another thing you can add to the list. Fuck that exposure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I may not have 100,000 motherfuckers following me on, on IG. Bitch, I got a following. Like, motherfuckers tune in. And they The numbers don't lie. They tune in in this shit every week. Yeah, the numbers don't lie. So... And, uh, whether you hit like on that picture or not, I see how many people view my post. I see y'all share it. <laughs> I see. I mean, see that be the thing. <laughs> yeah. What's, 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 what's so funny is like so that couple weeks ago we put up that uh that picture of the the black Santa and the white Santa and the gay Santa. Yeah. Not a lot of comments. Not a lot of likes. You hit the insight button. Fifty three of y'all sent that shit somewhere and had a little private conversation <laughs> in y'all little Instagram yeah. group. You know what I'm saying? But like I know, like we can't see who did it. Right. But like, but, but I depending know. Depending on the topic, you won't say what's on your mind because you don't want people to know that you don't feel this way. To closet racist or a homophobe or whatever you are, whatever you are. I don't. I'm not into the judging business, but I'm not into labeling everybody who has a problem with something a phobia. 
Because phobia means I'm I'm not scared of you, nigga. I just sometimes you just don't like it. Like if you don't if you don't support gay marriage, don't get gay married. Like just Facts. just stay the fuck away. From I'm it. not scared, but like I won't be married a dude. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, if you want to marry a dude, marry a dude. Like I'm not coming over. Like well, not that it, not not that I'm not coming over, but like. I don't know you. I'm not staying late. Niggas be, <laughs> niggas be so angry with like strangers that they never met. Like, yeah, don't. What you eat don't make me shit. Literally. So I go to a therapist. I'll be honest, man. I haven't had the best relationships with women. And one day I had to like honestly look at my look in the mirror and be like, nigga, you the you the motherfucking common denominator. Yeah. It can't be all. It can't be all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's me. It's got to be me. And I know there's, I run hot and cold, like, when I date. You know, sometimes, like, when I'm in it, I'm in it. But, like, as soon as I don't care and I don't give a fuck, like, the 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 switch is flipped and I don't know how to turn that shit back on. And I know that, you know, some of my dealings with women and how the dating aspect goes, how those relationship goes, it's my fucking fault. And it's something, something with me that I got to, like, figure out and resolve. So, like, I'm trying to work through that shit. Because, like, I want to get married again. I want to, you know, I've been fortunate probably more than most niggas that I've had some incredible women in and out of my life. Some, you know, left on their own. Some I definitely pushed out the door. And, you know, I don't, nigga getting older, you know, I just want to get it together. I don't want to, this year showed me that I don't fucking want to die alone. Mm. (laughs) Like, I want to have somebody there. So I'm trying to work through that shit. And then, like, nigga, I lost... A lot this year, like with lost a lot of weight. Yeah, lost a lot of weight. You know, damn near lost my life. I did lose my pop. So I mean, like, like I'm I'm trying to di- I'm trying to muscle through that shit the best way that I fucking can without like fucking going snap. So I mean, shit, think, it was free through work. So so you think that uh, because you're dealing with so much stuff, pressure in life. And that you may not have a control over, because like them shits, I don't have no control over. Yeah, you do have control over your relationships, and you sabotage them on purpose. I don't know. She told she told me, I'm not gonna share exactly what she told me that she thought my issue was. Yeah, because I don't agree with that shit, and yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if I said it on air, like somebody I've dated probably might. Hell yeah, that's it. Yeah, probably might agree with it. But I ain't at that level of acceptance yet. But nah, I don't I don't think I purposely sabotage shit. But I know sometimes I don't get shit like the maximum effort that it's going to take in order for it to like grow. It's hard for me to like open up to somebody. It's hard for me to like, you know, when you love somebody, you kind of got to like take the training wheels off and just love them without limits without fears and shit like that and it's kind of hard for me to like do shit like that and I'm, I'm and I'm trying to get there because I know that my relationships my dealings with women are always going to come to a certain fork in the road and typically I take the route that's best for me and maybe not best for the relationship or the dealing as a whole and I'm you know cognizant of that I'm not you know you know, I know, I know it's me. Some, I know it's me most of the time. So, like, yeah. I want to figure that shit out because I want to get married. Uh, you know, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fucking. I'm damn near forty. I don't want to be like back in the game and shit. I, I just don't. I, I understand. I, I didn't think. Like, <laughs> I, I, honest, I honestly thought I would have been married again by now. Like, but I probably fucked. 
I can look I can look back easily and think of like probably like four or five women and I was like, damn, she probably had God, I had I handled this. I got only one more left for you. Yeah. He not about to keep sending like had I, I sent you one and y'all made y'all tired of not that didn't work out. And I get I didn't send you a FOMO. God damn had it. I handled shit a little bit differently, like it it probably would be another Mrs. Bradley. Or maybe a third one. Who knows? But So what if you find a one? Like damn, this I'm gonna get married again. Everything's good, and she like she don't want to take your last name. Is that enough? Somebody asked me this the other day, and I deal him like, "Oh, you taking my last name? We ain't getting married." But if that was presented to you, what I, you doing? I'll be honest. When I got married the first time, she didn't change her name. Uh, it was there were there were reasons why. Yeah. Now, if you ever like on paperwork documents like if you see her in the streets you're gonna ref- she she answers to you know mrs bradley you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you know for shit for for real everyday purposes yes legally no she didn't change it was that i had my issues with it but i mean was it like was that a, a part of the catalyst for us getting divorced? No. Nah. No, I know that. No. Nah. But I was thinking, I've always said, like, if you ain't taking my last name, you're not taking this ring. Uh, and I really do feel like that. But if it boiled down to you losing the best person in your fucking life over that shit. <sighs> that's not the hill I want to. That's not the hill I want to die on. It ain't. But I feel like I have an attitude the whole fucking marriage. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear, every time I hear your last, what does she want you to take her last name? But look, that's not happening. So listen, <laughs> and I always felt this way until this summer. Okay, this summer at uh, our family reunion, and I I realized that if I was to have daughters, my lineage is over, right? Because ain't nobody taking the only thing that's taken on your last name is a son. So like, if you a man with daughters. Maybe I don't want you to change your last name, daughter. <laughs> I like, want to keep the name. I want to keep the Johnson name alive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I was like, oh shit. And then I thought about like I've never thought about dads. Like, how do y'all feel if y'all had daughters and you don't get the chance to? Your name ain't moving on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got, I got sons. So yeah. I mean, you know, the brand is strong. Uh, but I don't know, man. I, I never thought of it from that aspect because, like. From the jump, I had a son. Like problem solved. Cause when we was up there, and you know they got the the, the the Macmillans, you know what I'm saying. But then everybody got a different last name. Like, oh shit! Cause all y'all got married, and shit started. The family tree grew different branches. Yeah, now we got it's an apple on this motherfucking branch. It's a, a peach and pear. Right. So you know that's that's pretty interesting, man. I don't know, man. I'm gonna try therapy, man. I want to. I literally want to do it on the podcast, though. It's good for you. Like I feel good when I leave out of my therapist's office. Now, you know, sometimes she says shit that I don't want to hear. She be hella judgmental about a nigga life. Um, mm-hmm. Hella judgmental about my fucking life. Has she ever listened to the podcast? Yeah, she has. She told me she did. Hmm. Did she, she enjoy t- it? She wouldn't say. She just told me that she listened. Like insight, she, insightful. Uh, she like, I want to meet your friend. He has real problems. <laughs> so I mean, but she she a little judgmental. But I mean, uh, whatever. I guess that's her. This job. be my thing and shit. Like, this is a flaw with me. I, I'll admit this is a flaw. Like sometimes I don't think you smarter than me. Not like you personally, but like the like 
What if I just don't agree with your with your even though you your shit backed up by a PhD? Like what if, <laughs> right. what if I don't agree with that shit? Like uh, I mean, in theory, it's just a theory. It is yeah. your diagnosis. Like I and feel- your, it's your professional opinion. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I just need her to really keep me off of work when uh <laughs> when I can be eligible for long term disability benefits. So yeah, I thought you, you when you I uh, start in January. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just enjoying. Yeah, because you wasted my fucking tax money. Give me that free cake. I just call, I just dial in the number the next day of the money on the card. Give me that cake. Man, fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> that shit ain't fair. Um, but yeah, I would, um, I, I'm a, I'm gonna do some therapy on 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 here. But I don't I don't. It's not like it be. It, it's gonna be very interesting. You know on you the know, topic that I I, I want to discuss. You know what's fun that I did group therapy. Remember, I I told it on the on the podcast a long time ago. I got wrapped up in some shit at work, and I told niggas that I was on cocaine and heroin yeah. in order to keep my motherfucking job. <laughs> yeah, and nigga, a a <laughs> nigga, that was fun. I, I mean, it, I've been to some AA classes. No, no. Well, let me not say that. It's very interesting because, like, I was in there with people that had like legit problems. Yes, and. When you hear like certain addictions, like I heard shit that was like gut wrenching. Yes. But then I heard shit that was like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with. Listen, dog, I know, I don't, why do you think it's so cool for you to be able to drink a, a, a large amount of liquor? Like that's like a bragging point. Oh, you got drunk off of this? Man, I can drink. We had four fifths. We had this. Like, why do you think that's such a. A thing, because you didn't get alcohol poisoning and die. I, I mean, I don't know, but like niggas be like, you know, I'm an alcoholic. Like we say that shit all the time. Like, and, and like just, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. yeah. Until you actually sit down with actual alcoholics. Look, man, that's not that's that's in, different. In, in my a in my meeting, it was it was narcotics anonymous. Okay. And listening, I I never forget this lady was talking about like how she was addicted to fucking crack, like strung the fuck out like in the crack house with her fucking she was like she didn't have enough money for for diapers i remember she saying she put she wrapped the baby in a towel for three days because she didn't have no money for diapers because she was fucking smoked out she told a story that like she told a story oh, that that's not too far off from what we used to we used to have the the, the actual towel with that big ass pin yeah a cloth that, but right, like nigga was- you, you change it <laughs> she got the same towel on she said Jesus she had the towel Christ. on the baby for three days but she told a story that she saw jesus she saw she said she saw the light open up in the crack house and she walked away cold turkey was off of crack for like 20 years Mm. i there was another nigga there i remember he told a story like nigga he was on a coke bin so bad like motherfucker was rich yeah he was talking about he lived like in a house out in beverly hills he was on a coke bin so bad he was fucking the nanny and the baby almost drowned in the pool. Jesus. Because like he was he was so gone off of that addiction. And I'm sitting there lying through my fucking face because I'm just trying to keep my goddamn job because I did some wild shit at work. Niggas knew you was lying in that bitch. One day at a time. Nigga, my sponsor still calls occasionally and checks in on a motherfucker. That's wild. Man, I was into, uh, I had gotten into some, a situation and I had to go to Alcohol Anonymous. I mean, th- these alcohol, these yeah. uh, classes and shit, right? Um, and this one, I mean, it was a bunch of different stories, but this dude said, I, I got to drink 24 beers a day to keep me normal. Fuck. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so my 24 beers. He goes to at least a 24 pack daily. He said, so my body don't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to drink. And that's just to keep me normal. Like, you wouldn't, he was like, you would not know that I had 16 beers today. Because I'm talking. It's not funny, but I mean, God damn. But what he did, what he was, people in the class was explaining, like, it's a chemical addiction. It's a chemical that goes off in your brain that makes you an alcoholic, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody got a different limit. Like, so you may be able to go out and take shots back to back to back. At some point, that shit can click. Sometimes for some people, it's their very first drink. Everybody who used drugs, everybody who's used crack, never got didn't get addicted to crack. Right. Everybody who used cocaine or meth or whatever, meth is a <laughs> but <laughs> meth like, a whole nother whole nother <laughs> arm of drugs. But every person who ever used it didn't get addicted to it like immediately. But everybody, there's no okay after your seventeenth drink, now you're alcoholic. Yeah. Once that chemical switch. Fam, it's a it's a wrap for you. My nigga has sixteen beers, he said, and he talking normal. Like I, I like I like. There's no buzz. There's no nothing. Like I don't drink this because I want to have a good time. Like I have to drink it. Like it's that amount. So then they put us on these um these goggles, and they're like when your blood alcohol content when you this put this on, this is what you really see. I'm like, it's no fucking way. Like it's no, and every time you put them, it got progressively worse. Like yeah. there's no fucking way this is what I was driving with. You know? <laughs> like there is no fucking way that is. He's like, no, this is the this is what you're actually seeing when you pass this legal limit. When your blood alcohol is this, this, this. This is what your eyes are seeing. <laughs> now our brain is like a supercomputer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it will try to adjust, and it fills in data that's not really there. Like think about this. If you close one of your eyes, you can see you can see you can see your nose. Right. And you close the other eye, you can see your nose, right? But when both eyes open, your brain photoshops your nose out of it. Like in real life, you can see your nose all day, every fucking day, but your brain photoshopped that shit out of it. So if y'all listening right now, go ahead and close one of your eyes. You I just see. did. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> but your brain, it takes that shit out because it's a supercomputer and this Photoshop is fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? So when you drunk your brain will try to, oh, this looks normal. You don't know that you really can't see shit. That's why niggas be walking in the walls and doing all this shit. And I'm like, dog, this shit not a game. Like, I didn't belong there. Like, I literally didn't belong there. Yeah. And, like, I never want to get, I never want to be there. And, like, in real life, that shit don't be working. And there's people out here who then, they didn't end their lives. Absolutely. In there. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas have been to prison and they gotta they gotta come here every time you get that urge, I gotta come back and sit down here. Nigga, my homegirl hit somebody on the freeway going the wrong way, like after being drunk one night. See, Ended up doing like eleven years. Nigga, I seen a motherfucker driving the wrong way today. On the uh you know where uh the six ninety six service drive right there on yeah. Evergreen. You know what I'm saying? Right in front of the bank. Right. Uh it's a turnaround. This nigga went through the wrong turnaround. That turnaround's confusing. I, I know I know the turnaround you're talking about. That turnaround is confusing. Like, fam, if he like it was about to be over. Like, dog, you not doing this right. Like <laughs> this, you, That turnaround is really confusing. There's a turn I'll give it real quick. But like when you turn it, like the, the nigga, your circle was going to other the half circle goes the same way. You don't turn it's, right. It's, it seems so look. I'm I'm gonna just I'm just throw it out. You here. always turn left. You never turn right. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I would like I would like to share with the people. Maybe this is my 
No, because I got I, I got the real story time with Dame that I want to share next week. I, I've been talking about the shit with me and the NBA nigga for like months. I said I was going to say that one for the last one of the year because it's a wild ass story. You should do it this one. No, I'm going to save it for the last one of the year. I'm, you know. Okay. In the decade with, with a wild story. But I do have a quick story time with Dame. So about... Let me see. We've been divorced going on six years. So, like, when my ex-wife first, like, when she left, she lived in these condos down in the Southwest. Real nice condos, like, off of Werner. Yeah. Like, brownstones and shit. Uh, My first couple times, like, trying to go down there and pick up my kids, unfortunately, I took, like, the wrong exit. There was an exit where you can either go, it says bridge, it says to Canada, or you take the other side of the exit and you go to fucking, uh... Go to fucking Werner. I've, I've, yes. yes. You, you know what I'm talking I about. I fucked up there before. Okay. So did I. Trying to go to Mexican Village, I ended up in fucking Canada and shit. So did I. <laughs> I fucked up there before. And typically when you go there and you be like, hey, I made a wrong turn. They'll send an escort out that'll like guide you out because it's like a one way. That's what, that's what they did for me. Yeah. It was an escort. So one morning, this is like rush hour. I fucked up. You know, I'm I'm in the turn. Like you, you got to get in the line. Like you going through customs and go to Canada. Typically, they're very friendly. Yeah. You know, I hey, I messed up. You know, I'm not trying to hold up the line. This one young, this one morning, I ran into a young lady who was not having it. 8 a.m. on her Thursday morning. I'm like, hey, you know, I fucked up. I need to escort so I can go out. She's like, not today. I said, excuse me? Go and say what? She's like, nah, not today. I was like, but, you know, I just made a mistake. She was like, cool. Once you get to Canada, you tell them and they'll turn you around. Now, for those of you who ought to follow the podcast, I'm not allowed in Canada. I had an international incident, <laughs> and I literally cannot get into the country. It's just no bueno. <laughs> I'm trying to explain to her, like, look. I'm having a rough day too, Shanika. I just need to get just get out because I need to pick up my kids so I can take them to school. If I don't pick up these kids, they're never going to see me again. <laughs> I'm gonna be in a Canadian prison, goddammit. And you know, like you ever had somebody talk to you? You work in customer service. You ever had somebody talk to you? Like I've already told you what I didn't already said what I'm gonna say. We can keep talking, but the answer ain't gonna change. She gave me that in real time. Mm. Staring at me from out the booth, and I'm like, that's when I put this bitch in park. I, I didn't want to deal with a customs agent in in the morning, so I went to Canada and had to plead my case. The lady in Canada was a little bit more understanding, a, eh? and she sent my ass right on back to the Americas. I mean, in, in situations like that, uh, it took me an hour. In situations like that, I don't, I might just put that bitch in park. <laughs> You know, motherfuckers, you go through the wrong line and like, oh, this this is uh, cash only. Like, well, I only got the debit card. So, I don't know. You want to walk over there? Want me, want me to get out the car and swipe it over there? Like, what you want me to do? I don't got no cash. <laughs> and this is a freeway. <laughs> like, going to Chicago on the little toes and shit, like, I don't have it. So, what you want me to do? We're going to have a stare off in this <laughs> Literally. Well, fuck it. Turn on the fucking Sirius <laughs> X- XM. Fuck you want me to do? Who the fuck got a dollar, nigga? <laughs> no. When I come from, there's not a there's not a booth on the freeway. All right? No. We don't we, it's a freeway, goddammit. Like 
keyword free. So in Chicago, you know, the taxi cabs got like credit and debit swipers. Uh, if they don't tell you when you first get in that motherfucker and I get to my destination and I pull out a car and you ain't tell me that shit wasn't working, fair on you, my nigga. I'm out. <laughs> Fair's I'll, on you. You know what? Keep it running. I'll be right back. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. You got to tell me. They got to disclose as soon as you get in the cabbie. Like, look, nigga, we gonna have to fuck, we gonna have to scrap it out over this forty five dollars, nigga. The winner remember, t- winner takes all. Remember when uh the fucking hospitals used to charge for parking? I had an issue like that at Henry Ford. Like, my nigga, I don't have three dollars. I don't have three singles. But I got I don't got three singles. But I got a gunshot wound <laughs> to my calf. Can can I come in this motherfucker? If like, you can swipe this bitch on the debit card, I can park here. If you can't, I'm just gonna need you to lift the gate up because I'm not backing. I'm gonna need you to pick up the pieces of this <laughs> this wooden barrier because I'm going through. I didn't drove through the wooden barrier at Children's Hospital. Like Bam! That, like that video you sent me earlier today with the nigga who was in. <laughs> Uh, GameStop tripping the old Funko Land. Oh, <laughs> I always say Funko Land. Fuck GameStop, nigga. Bring back Funko Land, okay? It was the same shit though. Literally same, same. They bought them. Shit. They bought them niggas. Man, Funko Land was the fucking pawn shop for kids, <laughs> dog. You would just take all your shit up there. That's how I get niggas to go to the pawn shop now, because we all went to the pawn shop, and it's called Funko Land. <laughs> them games would be worth a thousand dollars to you. <laughs> Dog, I sold so much. I sold so much shit. You know where the one we used to go to was on Four Road, like yeah. Dearborn. And you know, I said I was, I lived on Jero and Evergreen. Right. We drive. We ride our bicycles up there, dog. Take all the motherfucking shit up there. Must have parked that bike while you up there. <laughs> take that shit just to get nigga you're like yo. Here, take my Nintendo. Take the Sega. <laughs> take all this shit. They give you one game. <laughs> I get twenty five bucks. <laughs> For, him, for him, the whole lot. Now you be on eBay and shit, and the fucking system that you gave them niggas. I wish for. I never would have sold my Sega Dreamcast. I wish I never would have sold that bitch. The shit you sold for thirteen dollars is now going for ninety six dollars on the internet or some shit, or or even more. Or my Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, my know. Nintendo sixty four. Like I regret that shit. I truly regret that shit. If you was if you was playing Nintendo sixty four, you know about that motherfucking Golden Eye. I mean, that's what started all the first part. That's what, It wouldn't be no Call of Duty without that shit. Look, look, my nigga. Gold and I started a lot of fights on my block. Broke up families. Niggas wasn't cool for summers. I didn't I didn't, uh, I didn't. didn't have a Super Nintendo, right? But the niggas in the neighborhood, we used to play off of Westwood, like, at the at the, at the homie spot. Like, that was the spot when we was all in that bitch playing Gold and I, dog. That shit was the shit. Remember when, like, you had to go to your homie's house to play games with them? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Cause there was no online gaming. Yeah, like it was face to face. They used to get two controllers. Yeah, like I know we sound like old niggas and shit, but suck my dick. <laughs> shit, this is what it is, okay? But like that shit used to be fun. Like now niggas is you got better. You got better getting your ass spanked by your homie. Now people so socially awkward, and you ain't you ain't about to pop off out the mouth with all that shit you be screaming in your headset <laughs> when I'm sitting next to you on this couch. <laughs> you better pipe down for my mama come down here, nigga. Or pipe down for I punch you in your fucking throat, goddamn it! Like you ain't about to disrespect me. I can still fight, okay? Goddamn it! Oh man, we got we actually got like a show lined up. Uh yeah, <laughs> after that long ass shit. Yeah, uh, president got impeached this week. Before that, uh, I want right. to give a shout out to my brother though, man. Uh, oh, yeah, man, he came home off them papers, off the damn papers this week officially. You know what I'm saying? No more parole. Uh, just a free man, free dog. man. Like God is he can move back. as he want to. 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep his slave papers on him for, <laughs> for <laughs> six right. months, though, just in case they system that up you know, in real life. You gotta, no, no. I, no I, you got to keep your freedom papers on you for for a little while and shit. But, man, shout out to him, man. A lot of people don't do that. Recidivism is very high. A lot of niggas never make it off parole. No, they don't. You know what I'm saying? So uh, come home. It, it seemed like just I remember just like yesterday. First of all, I remember us just talking about him being being gone. Yeah. And then he came home, which seems like it was just yesterday. But that shit was, what, almost three years ago? No, it was two, two? years. Literally two years. December uh, 14th was two years. I remember he came out, had a had two jobs within like a week and was like back out, back out on, here on his feet. Jumped on my, uh, on, on the Connected Experience with Premium Pete. Yeah. First, you know what I'm saying? First shout week out, out. Shout out to AJ and SJ for making it happen. The brothers. You know what I'm saying? Come out. Our brothers. And uh, put them on that, man. I appreciate y'all, man. That's that's love. Yeah. But uh, I want to do, you know, give a shout out to that because um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice That's an feat, accomplishment, man. man. Facts. That's a real life accomplishment. And this is the, like a stress reliever. You know what I'm saying? When you can't have police contact for two years. Yeah. Not you can't break a law. Not you can't do nothing wrong. You, you can't, can't have police contact. contact. Yeah. I can't be passenger seat and you fucking get pulled over because you ran a red light. Yeah. So, I mean, that's extremely hard. It's not really fair uh, no. to anybody to be under that type of pressure and scrutiny because I can't control another person's actions. Police contact. That's just not fair. It's not right. But, you know, you made it out, made it off of that shit. So, God bless. Yeah, man. Um, Our president, and I say our, me and y'all's, um, he, they filed an article of impeachment and the House um, voted to uh, impeach Donald Trump. Absolutely. How you feel about it? I don't feel shit. Uh, I know people was in like they thought they were going to be in an uproar, but like I don't want I don't want to sound like that nigga that's you know smarter than everybody else. But like if you paid attention, this isn't the first sitting pre- president that's been impeached. Only the third. Yeah, that's a that's that, it's only been three. It's it's a very small number, but they were not ousted out of office. They they were able to finish out their term. Now this is the first time that an impeached president will be up for reelection. That's now, but there's also a good chance that this is going to make his supporters stand behind him even that much more brazenly and stronger come to polls in 2020. Um, he has, he stands a very good chance to be reelected. You know why that's the case? Because the day of the impeachment, when we all knew he was getting impeached this day, he had a rally, a support rally. <coughs> Guess what? Michigan. Where, yeah, here yeah. in Battle Creek. And uh, the whites were at it again. Yeah. <laughs> like they were out there in support and just like delusional. Now, I already think you political people are crazy in general because I don't believe this shit to be true. But I could be wrong. But you Trump supporters and the way that y'all talk and that Ma- little twinkle Maniacal. In eye, maniacal. Fam, this, not, this is not a healthy mind. <laughs> That's not a healthy mind. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I could be wrong. The government can work exactly how it works. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But y'all who think that he's doing a good job. Like, like No, no, no. It's just logic and common sense at that point. If you can look at me in the face and said in the last, what, three years that he has done a good job as president. And when I say good job, right, I want to put that in some sort of context, right? Yeah. Because... I, me personally, just Jay Johnson, I don't trust no president. 
ever, period. It's never going to be a time when I'll be like, oh, yeah, now I trust the government. It's never going to happen. When I say good job, and I don't think the president make decisions like that. I think it's a puppet head, a figurehead position. So when I say good job, like you don't even do that right. <laughs> like you don't even you don't even give the facade right that everything is going good and going smooth. Yeah, he do whatever the fuck he want to do. So yeah, um, I I've been kind of conflicted with the. You've seen all the posts. This don't mean he's coming out of the office and all that because stuff. it it doesn't. But I was like. I was so conflicted. Uh, my cousin Netta, she made a a wonderful post, right? Because she's smart as shit. And um, at one point she went to law school, which was going to be a lawyer, but she changed her mind. So, like, she's smart as shit, and she is, like, fully up on the politics. And she went down, like, the most informed way you can talk to people with the most uh, respect and everything like I could I, I enjoyed her post and it was real informative everything and then I see other people who just be like they just want to shit on people you stupid motherfuckers that don't mean this and that don't mean like why y'all gotta go that route every time cause niggas got niggas got a platform and an opinion that's all no everybody with a Facebook account don't got no platform that shit ain't no platform that's just your ass talking shit. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's their platform to do it. It's not a platform. I get it. I, I 100% get it. But like, no, this don't count as a platform. Because like. This is just your page. This <laughs> is your page. Like, the niggas that know, don't know you ain't really stumbling on. It's not bitch. coming in my, it's not even in my algorithm. <laughs> like if I, like if nigga wouldn't tag me in it, I would have never saw it. Like right. it's not even in my al- algorithm. Um. I don't think he's going to actually get impeached because he refuses <clears throat> to take the stand. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to catch him in something. And even if it, so they like, well, why would y'all even do this then? If you don't think he's going to get impeached. It's only happened three other, two other times other than this. So it's, it is the worst thing that you can happen to you besides getting shot in the head um, as being the president. Right. Because right. no one's ever got kicked out of office. So the only thing worse than actually being assassinated is like getting impeached. And if you are going for re-election, like this means you were a bad president. You know what I'm saying? Like, it but, should- but his but his support base is so strong, so closed-minded, so maniacal, but I so want- cynical that he could get he could get reelected. Do we know that to be the fact though? Because I don't believe what they tell me. Everybody tell me how good and strong the base is. I don't even know if the nigga. First off, he didn't win the first time. No, he, he actually did not get. He didn't win the popular vote. No. He didn't get the popular vote, and we already know about the gerrymandering and them actually literally having Russia impact the elect. Like you cheated the first time, like so. All I that I don't think there's a Democratic candidate right now that's running for president that is strong enough to upseat him. I just don't. I see that a lot, and I even see um, there was a, a gentleman who was on a Breakfast Club. Um, Former Governor Duvall, I think his last name was Duvall. He used to be the governor of Massachusetts. And I looked at the comments. It was like, oh, this man, he's so boring. He's not exciting. He's so boring, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, y'all niggas get, y'all, y'all deserve what y'all get in these presidential elections. Nigga, you looking to be entertained? My president got to be lit. Like, what are you talking? Like, My president got to be lit. He up there talking about his qualifications, what he did at governor, everything. Like, this not a time for your, like, Donald Trump was entertaining, and look what y'all got. 
Like, this not the time that you're trying to look for some. I want my speaker to be this. No, nigga, I just want some good policy. I want something that actually impacts I, my I w- life. I would like him to be a professional politician and not a reality TV I don't show want star. a professional politician. Uh, I don't want a reality TV star, but professional politician means you're a professional. Bo- well, all this shit fake, but... Even reality TV. I want Andrew Yang. I'm telling you, if this nigga make it to the regular ballot, I'm voting for Andrew Yang. He won't. He won't. Why not? Nobody can tell me because everybody like, well, we don't got a candidate strong enough. Strong enough in what? Shit talking? Because like, tell me what tell me what one Donald Donald Trump policy is. Nobody can give me a policy, a something he implemented that was like. So we can t- we can look at some of the uh, people running like oh he trying to run on healthcare this person trying to run on what's your agenda for no I think I think Andrew Yang has a lot of very progressive ideas that that whole living living wage amount I don't know if it's called living wage but uh, giving everybody freedom dividend yeah giving everybody a thousand dollars like yeah. that yes those are radical ideas that so in the, the grand scheme of things can very much so work and a couple other people that have a, they want to have them like baby bonds or whatever when yeah. you, you when you're born you get a savings bonds and yearly you get money in there boom 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 cool like that but like for people telling me how trump is gonna get reelected or whatever this like tell me a policy of his that he's running on what was his policy last time hate so it's Fear. like so it's like oh we don't got somebody who He's not gonna win because he don't. He not. He's not what. So y'all literally want a capping contest, and y- and everybody's so worried about what somebody else gonna do. What are you gonna do? If you want me to believe in this political process, y'all want me to go out there exercise my right to vote. You keep worrying about what another nigga. Well, he not gonna win because ain't nobody. What the fuck are you gonna do? What in your brain, in your mind, have you decided is a good option for you? Oh, I'm just gonna wait and see who gonna win. So you gonna wait until television tells you who has a chance and you're going to do exactly what the TV tells you to do. Fox News says Trump base is getting bigger, so that's the facts. We don't fucking know. Who the fuck answering the phone? At Fox News? Who the fuck is answering the phone on these polls? (coughs) Because average niggas is not doing that shit. Quack jobs. I'm not taking... Any nigga who's answering fucking political polls, fuck out of here, dog. Like I can't take you. You're a different level of weird. You, like, You're a weirdo. And that's what y'all. Seventy oh, percent of the people poll. How many niggas did you poll? <laughs> Where did they live at? And how old were they? They don't tell me about how many people you polled. And this is another thing. They said at this point in the race, uh, in the, the election, like a year out, right? Roughly a year out. Probably a little less than a year. It's like yeah. Octoberish, right? It's typically November. Yeah. Nobody in the history of presidencies. At this point in the race, who was winning the vote, I mean, winning it and projected to win, has won. Every single person has been somebody. So the numbers are pretty low. (laughs) Like, so when they say, oh, this nigga don't have a chance. At this particular point in Obama's race, he had like a six or seven percent chance until after Iowa came. And then, oh, shit, Iowa did this for some reason. The television had told us that whatever Iowa does is a key indicator. So now we just wait to see, oh, that's what it means. So let's just do whatever Iowa does. Nigga, fuck Iowa. So just a country full of followers. Like, nobody ever is like, no one has ever been in the league and just won the whole time. It's always from a nigga from behind. You think it, remember when Trump was running? 
I was like, this nigga can't win. Never. Because the number. Nigga, I went to sleep on the election. I was like, there's no way. The, there's no way he's going to win. The numbers didn't support the win. Nobody who won looked like they was going to win a year out. My it's nigga, always a low number. My nigga, I went to sleep. When I woke up in the middle of the night just to use the bathroom, I said, let me ch- let me check and see how much Hillary won. And then when I put up CNN's page and I saw that nigga's face, I was like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. So like. Who's pranking me? And this be the thing, because I don't even believe in the political process like that on this on certain levels. But at least I read and know what the fuck is going on. You niggas who be trying to shame people into voting, y'all don't even know what the fuck be going on. Like y'all don't even you don't even y'all don't even look or read anything other than what crumbs across your timeline. Or what article get tweeted, or article put on your Facebook. Like Dr. Umar was on the Breakfast Club recently, and he says some some very poignant things about uh, the current election, the things that he's looking for for the next in order to garner his vote. Yeah, which I thought was a uh, very eye opening. I, I I enjoy the sentiment, but I think he on some bullshit. Yeah, I do too. Well, that answer, not him in general, no, 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 no. but that particular answer was on some bullshit. So basically, you're not voting, and you trying to <laughs> he 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 put he wrapped it up real nice. Like niggas say, you're not voting because no. nigga, that's never happened in the history of of the America. What you, I'm only voting for people who do this. That's never happened. So you're not, you're not voting. It probably never will. Vote. <laughs> like you know, what maybe I'm like on a local level. It's so interesting how narratives. Um, Change because the narrative is Dr. Umar is a thief and he stole money for the school. Nigga raised four hundred thousand dollars and never opened a school. Nigga, have you tried to mm. buy a building? <laughs> I've been looking at buildings for that one thing we was talking about. Nigga, first of all, they are few and far between in Fam, Michigan. The cheapest one was two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the one I, I had a talking to a guy, he was like, oh yeah, this was like one point seven million. I was like, I don't know what you niggas think. I know we said we got good numbers. You but. know that piece of shit went out in Southfield is like a ten million dollar business. It's like a ten million dollar building. Yeah, the one that everybody hates. Ten million dollars. Yeah. So um, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later, but like, um, fam, that's not enough money. Even when he found the building, now he found the building, he purchased it, and he owns it outright. Curriculum, you got to staff the bitch, you got to renovate. Yeah, so he looking at like. Like, no, nigga, where the money? He stole it. Y'all niggas criticizing Dr. Umar. How long they been building perfecting church? (laughs) (laughs) How long long they been building perfecting? Fam, how long has it been the building fund in every single church that you've been to and ain't built nothing? Get out of here. Get out of here. Church ain't got a new damn doorknob. Come on, man. Perfecting been the same for like 10 fucking years. I don't don't, don't, don't. (laughs) I don't want to be that nigga. I love I love the Lord. I don't want to be that guy. But like, come on. It's right, it's right in your neighborhood. Oh, you can drive past it. It's at six in Woodward. You can drive past it. It's no closer to having Kirk Franklin come out and sing today as it was 10 years ago. Come on, man. Get off that man back. <laughs> Get off that man back. Uh, I, I I do like what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And um uh, I like what he's doing. I don't and... take constructive criticism for somebody who can't construct shit. <laughs> Niggas tell, how you going to tell that man how to construct a school? $400,000 is not enough to build an elementary school and get that bitch running. And fund it. <laughs> it's it's just not. It's just not. like. Fam, and, I'm... and if you don't understand that, you don't understand shit. And to do it 
with no state sponsored money because I don't want. So like he gave a really a good example of charter schools, right? The charter schools are chartered by like even Jalen Rose School. It's a like it's a public school yeah. and it's chartered by I don't know Mary Grove College charters it or is it one I'm of not, these colleges? I'm not here. Um, and like it's a state school, so the state can take it if they want to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like LeBron School. He put the money up, but that's a public school. Yeah. Like he don't dictate what y'all about to learn or what's, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't presented that way to everybody. LeBron opened up a school. No, LeBron put up 25% of the money to have the public school built and it's named after him, but he don't control the test scores. He don't control the curriculum. And that's not a knock on him because he he paying for them kids to go to college. But there's checks and and balances. He paying for them kids to go to college and their parents. Like that's a nigga... Hats off, round of applause, the whole nine yards. But with yards. opening up a school, there are checks and balances. Yeah, but we need to do our checks and balances because we see the Instagram post. Oh, TMZ posted it. Oh, that shit true. Let me get this shit out. Oh, shit. Insert whatever site posted. Oh, this is the truth. Let's get to the. Oh, Dr. Umar, he's a thief. He stole all the money. Well, fam, how the fuck he buy these two buildings? <laughs> hey, even when he wa- even when he walked through the buildings and after he bought it, right? I saw it online. He walked through, showed each of the rooms and everything like that. He's like, man, he ain't show us the deed though. Why on, would he? Why on, would he? On camera. Why would he? You know what would be killing me? Like you say, niggas see some. Remember, it was a few weeks ago, it was an article online that said somebody had walked into a hospital with like two hundred kidneys or some or some silly shit like that, and a nigga was trying to argue me down about that shit being true. I'm like, nigga, you can't walk in the hospital and donate one fucking kidney that's not inside of a body. That doesn't come from. I can't think of the name of the place because I ain't watched Grey's Anatomy while they was on. But like, if it don't come from that place, nigga, ain't nobody taking. Them. I'm I'm, walk, I'm walking in. I'm walking in Providence with a cooler with with well, two kidneys in it. Let me take that back. Let me take that back, nigga. They calling the police because you know the there was a spot here in Detroit where that guy ran down on a man had all those bodies and heads yeah. and all that shit. And could that like he. <laughs> He was selling party, <laughs> and like that, his business was literally selling bodies and shit. So I don't, I don't know who I don't know how that shit worked. Neither I would, do I. I. I would hope. My hope is that you can't have a nigga walk out that bitch with an ice, an ice cooler, and uh, for fifteen hundred. <laughs> no, nah, but like shit just doesn't work like that. And like y'all got to stop believing anything that's out there because yeah. it's a lot of bullshit that I see people repost every day on Facebook, IG, Twitter. Like, this article is from The Onion, my nigga. This, it's a comedic site. And they really don't be seeing that shit. Or the video, I'm like, fam, that's the, like, Onion been out for 15 years, dog. Nigga, no, I saw it on the internet. The it's fuck tough. up. The fuck up. Oh, man. So, look, man, we've been doing this this uh this podcast shit for a minute now, man. And, um... I got. I really do appreciate y'all for for tuning in and listening and supporting and uh, feedback that we get. I'm like, it's. Oh, when when did you send this? <laughs> <laughs> when did you send this? <laughs> a couple of hours ago. Oh, okay. That's uh, uh, a great. It's great, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But I do appreciate that, man. And um, it don't go unnoticed. Likes, tweets, retweets, shares. You know everything that y'all do to to help the show. It seemed like. Like y'all, y'all done grew with us for the last, you know, what I'm saying four years, right? Right. Um, it got a lot of the good things that's on the horizon, though. Uh, what you, what, what you looking to do next year? Yeah, 
in the next year, in the next coming years? You know, number one, I want the I want the brand to continue to grow and get stronger, man. Yeah. Uh, God been good. You know what I'm saying? Like for us, this literally started off as an idea sitting at your desk one day at the old spot that we worked at. Yeah. Just us shooting the shit and having our regular conversations when we be on breaks and lunches and shit. And it's turned into this. When you got the first spot, I was uneasy. When we moved here, like, nigga, I thought you was losing your mind. But, I mean, it's worked. It's worked. And it's gotten bigger and fucking better every month. Man, the next the next step, I talked to a couple people about, like, look, it's kind of lofty. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of it's scary. But I'd rather have this, man. Remember that one time we tried to buy this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'd rather, I'd rather swing for the fences than, than sit back. 15 years from now i wonder what what, it, what, what if what if we would have took that chance yeah. i mean we here now but like in the next year personally I th- i'm thinking i want to do like a solo podcast uh the dang gone wild show yeah i don't know how when but you know it's definitely a thought that's out there uh you know i'm I talked to you off air about it but like we're gonna have my homie in here and his production team dirty old men they are gearing up to release an album called East Grand, in which your boy is featured on. I dropped some bars on, but uh, you know, I want to drop my cipher. Uh, I might, you know, get back in the lab and do Kush blunts and clinic trips or see where the music is leading me. And uh, you know, I want to get into more curating more events, like what we talked about. Like yeah, we man. we are going to push the button on culture moving forward this year we saw what we could do i saw what you all were able to do with like the queen and slim shit that definitely flicked on a light switch for bigger and better events that like we got on the table so i mean i'm thinking like 2020 is going to be more about pushing pushing the culture forward literally like literally and like i don't know if i should say it or not but like not for nothing um we help create the urban podcast movement. Niggas better pay homage. Not, and not even about that. You know what I'm saying? I want that too. Because, I mean, we've had 82 different repo- 82 podcasts record out of here. Absolutely. In the metro Detroit area. So we've had a hand in assisting um, urban podcasts in the, mur- in, the urban, in the metro Detroit area. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't wait for May to roll around, urban podcast month. Absolutely. Um, we gonna sit down with the connect our brothers from the connected experience. See what we want to do next year. Last year we was in the Charles. Well, this year we was in Charles in H. Wright. We was at the Charles H. Wright Museum. We put out a TV show that was um, on that got picked up by a network. The show that we did. Yes. Upon further review. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, more that's gonna come. So, like you know, I I've been I got this new camera. <laughs> Uh, yesterday I'm gonna try to step up. I tell you what, dog, it's not an easy job. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy, like doing all that shit, like video editing, all that shit. Especially when we do like two camera views, like having to like go through edit and switch cameras back and forth for every time someone talk. Like yeah. that shit take a long time. Uh, but I promise this year, though, I, we just gonna put out really good quality content. You know what I'm saying? All the way around. Yeah. Like good video content, good audio content, and we 100% are pushing the, the culture forward and doing some shit that y'all ain't never seen done before. Not just to say 
this ain't never been done before. But, but that's it's gone. actually never been done. Yeah, but it's dope. Like that's the, the it's it's dope. It's fun, and we want. I want to see what we can do. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like a giant podcast scene, and it's podcast popping up everywhere. Yeah, and I'm happy to be a part it's of it. Like that. the new mixtapes, I'm happy to be a part of it, and like I feel a responsibility where like I gotta keep the student. I gotta I gotta make sure that I do good business here and put out good work because if this place wasn't here, where is everybody else gonna go to record? We know where else they go. Where? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of people. Those other guys. Those other guys. It's not a lot. Of, it's not. A, it's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And like who I feel like a responsibility to to be here for. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. I'm an integral part of different shit. So like it's a. I take it. I take it very serious. You know what I'm saying? To try to make sure everybody get their shit, get their shit on time, make sure it sound good because a lot of people got a lot of things invested in their podcast. You know what I'm saying? It be they whole. They be pouring their lives out into this content. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really enjoy doing it, recorded, being a part of it. Uh, I'm about to be moving into some uh, a lot of video content, um, some one-on-one conversations with different people. Yeah. Like um, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get featured on this week in culture at least once in 2020. I mean, you and Aunt my niggas and I, y'all ain't even fucking invited me out. I went and saw the movie. I thought like going to see Queen and Slim, they'd be like, "Hey, hey, Dame, I know you saw the movie. Why don't you come out to this week in culture?" But that never happened. Well, Dame, you know that's not entirely that, true. That, that, you that, was actually here for an episode, and you left. You was like, "Yeah, y'all niggas know a little bit too much. I'm gonna get out of here." The season finale of Power. You was actually you was in the room ready to I feel, record. I feel like I had something on the floor. <laughs> I should have came through for Watchmen because I've been I, after you put me up on it. Like I Ooh. I've been watching that shit like real heavy. Watchmen is good, dog. Regina King is the goat, man. Yeah. She just doesn't. How get, far have you gotten Watchmen? I've watched it all. So let's have a conversation. Then. Okay. Uh, well, but let me wrap. Put the bone this. I appreciate y'all, man. Twenty nineteen has been really really dope. We're gonna do a full recap and everything next week yeah uh, end of the decade review end of the decade the whole nine yards man but i appreciate all the love all the support like like in real life hours of content throughout the year right um and we just appreciate y'all man but i promise you um it's only gonna get better because i've been holding back because like when the bad come and when like the attention come like I don't, I don't want to use all my good material, so I'll just be, I, like I got a phone full of Beyonce jokes and I ain't let <laughs> off yet. But um, the content a one crispy all year for sure. All right, uh, Watchmen. Right. I found out like I really hit like some meaning of life spirituality awakening light bulb flipped off moment. Watching a fucking TV show. Okay. So. Was there a specific character that helped? Dr. Manhattan. Okay. I, that's right. That's where I thought she was going with it. So, hey, spoilers. No, it's not even a spoiler. Dr. Manhattan says he does not experience time the same way other people do. Right. So, we experience time in a linear fashion. Beginning, middle, end. Right. So, like, you are here. That was in the past. This was in the future. Yeah. And that's how we read, right? We can left to right words, 
sentences, paragraphs, books, stories. Like that's how we accept information. He's in present time and also experiencing the future. Yeah, but th- that's important. But like, this is like our human way of communicating. You know what I'm saying? Like we do things. We think about. I used to listen to these uh, Zen tapes, so to speak, and he was like explaining like you think that a centipede got a thousand legs or something. You think he thinks about every time one leg moves? No, I just do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm a god, I say, let there be light and light turns on. Like I don't have to read sentences, words, thoughts. Like I just do. Right. So we got to recognize that we are finite being living in an infinite world. Right. So I'm like, cool. One of the things I never could understand is I can always understand infinity going one direction and not infinity going the other direction. Right. Like I can. All right, fine. I'm never going to die. I can live for 10 billion years. I'll just always be here. But I could never fathom there not being a start time because only way I know is how to comprehend something in my human brain. Like, how do you go back and it's always be something there? So I never fully understood the concept of the God or the creator because it's like, as far as you can go back, you can still go back further. I I don't, it don't make sense to me. But when he was like, he experiences time all at the same time. It's like, there is no start middle end. I'm doing all this at the same Same time. time, Yeah. So there was a point in, uh, there was a point in there when he was like, uh, the whole little egg. He was like, well, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Like, she had mentioned something to her grandfather or asked him to ask her grandfather something. Well, how did you know? Like, well, you told me. I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you told me, and I only know because of you, which who told who first? Because all this happened at the same time. Right. I'm thinking like, well, well, maybe, not maybe. I know God can clearly can't think on a human level he don't experience time the way we have so if i do everything at the same time there's no start there's no end there's no middle it just does it's the infinity sign which right. is like the eight like like that shit like a light bulb clicked <laughs> off like i think i understand life a little bit better or the creator a little bit better watching the fucking movie or i watched the movie too yeah I saw the movie. um watching the show on netflix i mean on HBO, like that shit was wild. And they're talking about it's not going to be a season two. It may not be. Fuck you, HBO. Though there are a lot of things I still need to find out. Yeah, like the skinny nigga that ran inside the 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 the, the gutter. Fuck was that about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll never know. We uh, may never know. He was the he was the nerd dude yeah. from the beginning. Um, her adopted daughters or sons. Where they had, go? He didn't have powers though. Yeah. Like, y'all just, how did he get powers? He's not like Dr. Manhattan's son. Like, he would adopt. Like, where'd you get powers from? Because he was making that little metal thing float and, like, I, I don't, I don't it's just a It's just a lot of untied. There's a lot of loose ends. Naturally, they're not going to tie everything up in one season. We hope that there'll be more to kind of, like, build upon. But, you know, we may not. Why was there a fucking elephant connected to her arm? Fuck was the elephant about <laughs> What was that about? I don't. I need more information. Yeah, yeah. And like, why is your grandfather hundred years old? Like, why are you still alive? A <laughs> hundred's not that old. Well, he's over a hundred years. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Like how? 
time is time is infinite. He living. He living. But he just regular though. He ain't got no special powers that we know of. That's what I'm saying. We need. That we a part, know of. We need a part two, man. Yeah. We need a part two because I don't want to find out the meaning of life in a, in a TV show and it's that don't got a season two. <laughs> we like, gave you enough. We gave like, you enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was a question that came up. I was talking to a good person, a friend of mine. And uh, we got Christmas coming up. We got holidays coming up. Man. Fuck them holidays. Um, Fuck them holidays. How? All right, man. Be be, be normal for a minute. <laughs> uh, how do you deal with family that you don't get along with? Well, how do in general, and especially we'll talk about that in general, and then like especially like around the holidays. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't really have a lot of family. Me and my sister don't necessarily have the closest relationship, but like you, you say know, that often. Because we don't, man. And it's Is know, there a particular reason why? Uh it's layers to it. You know, she has her version of her feelings. I have mine and Well you know. put that aside and just hang out. Like I'm trying I'm I'm trying to build that bridge. You know, and I I've I've reached out. I'm I'm trying. Cause she all I got. Well, once I found out that you actually had an actual real life flesh and blood sister, yeah, she pretty cool. All right, that's cool. <laughs> like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to knock her. Like our our relationship need needs a little TLC. Yeah, and being that I'm the oldest of the two siblings, well, how do you interact sparingly? So is that I'm how not, you deal with family that you don't necessarily get along with? You, you, you know, I'll be honest, man. I'm a real, I'm kind of like a prickly nigga to deal with. Like if I don't, like either I'm hot or I'm cold with shit with everything in my life. It's black or it's white. So I mean, if it, if it's not pertaining to me, it's easy for me to disconnect from it. And that's, that's like part of the shit that I'm working on. And I'm trying to, you know, reconnect that relationship. So, I mean. You How know, you deal with coworkers that you don't write that you got to work with? I stay the fuck away from them. That you got to work with? I keep, I keep our, I keep our interactions on a as needed basis. If I don't need to talk to you, I'm not going to talk to you. I can go weeks without speaking to you. Well, produ- More than high and by. How productive is that? Like at work though. Like, I mean, there's some, like, I got people at work that I, I don't like. Right. But I have to interact with them every day because our jobs require that. Yeah. You know I mean, saying? my job may require it, but I can keep certain interactions to a minimum. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be no chit chat. It's not going to be no small talk. Like, it's just going to be business. Hey, Jason, I need A, B, and C. Can you email that to me? That's it. And that, and that's that's the basis of the interaction. I, I just deal with people on an as-needed basis. When it comes to family... You know, I try not to be like that because family is like I saw I, I know now that that's all that I have. Yeah. So I try and keep those lines of communication open, even if it's uncomfortable sometimes, even if it's tense sometimes. I'll at least throw, you know, I have an analogy. A friend of mine gave me an analogy that like, so you like chicken. I like chicken. You like yours fried. I like my chicken baked. You know, I don't have any. I don't have fried chicken for you, but I know that you're hungry. I leave the baked chicken on the table. You may not want it now because that's not what you have a taste for. But if you get hungry enough, you'll reach for a piece of it. Yeah. And that's how I deal with relationships with family that are tense. You know, we may not always agree, but let me place the chicken on the table. Sooner or later, you might come back to it. At least I've made the effort yeah. whether you decide that you want to eat from this plate or not. Um, Your parents had brothers or sisters? 
Um, my mother had a sibling, but her sister died when my mom was like five. Okay. My dad does have a brother. I do have an uncle in South Carolina. He have he has one child. So I have one cousin, but I mean, I was 17 when she was born. So I mean, she's closer in relation to my son's age. We really didn't grow up together. Yeah. So I mean, the, you know, that's my cousin. I love her when I see her. It's, it's love. We text occasionally, but it's not like we don't have the closest of, of, of bonds just because of the age difference. And like she was growing up, I'm fucking an adult and just like living. I see her when I see her. Who, who, um, I know you said, who, what's the family you got in Jersey? Uh, my mother's side of the family's from Jersey. So I got some cousins down. I got like cousins, aunts, uncles, like Jersey, New York area. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's wild. And, um, well, I don't think your children are going to have that issue unless they just decide to not have kids and shit. But like, but they deep already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I grew up with a bunch of cousins. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Netta is my cousin by blood, but like it's my sister. You know what I'm saying? She stayed yeah. with us. You know what I'm saying? Her sister, Lauren, who I performed there first, uh, who I, I married. Oh, that's who you married? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's who I officiated the wedding of. You know what I'm saying? She stayed with us too. So like, like these are my cousins, but like they like my sisters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my cousin G, my cousin Q, they like, they my cousins, but they like my brothers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and that's who we was together. Like our first friends, everything, it was like cousins. And then we have clearly we have more cousins than that. But like I couldn't imagine not having no f- cousins. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really hard for me to imagine. So like if I grew up and only had one sibling and like that was pretty and if we didn't get along terribly well and there isn't anybody else, like that's a whole new experience for me yeah. that I don't have like a lot of I don't have any kind of experience with it. You know, that's a different viewpoint. And for me, like I'm trying to rebuild. So like I got cousins my age, like in Jersey. Yeah. I hadn't talked to them in like a decade. I just threw out a dart one day on face. Like I found who I thought were them on Facebook. I literally just threw out a shot in the dark and it was my act. Like it was my cousin. So like we've been trying to build and like we talking about like maybe next year we all get together, take a trip yeah. because it's just. Like their parents are gone. It's just us and them. So I mean. So what I also I noticed is that like when I respeak of my family and my cousins or whatever, um, for the most part, I'm referring to my mother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have cousins on my father's side of the family. Uh, David, you know what I'm saying? My little my little David. Well. I refer to him as little David. We had him on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the and, author, David yeah, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little David. <laughs> Cause there's a big David. There's, okay. his, his father is, is, is big David. You know, it's so for uncle David. Yeah. It, whatever. Uh, my cousin jazz out in Tennessee. There's like a few of them. I have a ton of fucking cousins, right. Mm-hmm. That are, that spread out, you know what I'm saying? Throughout the country or whatever. Um, but when I went down to Florida this year on my mom's side, and all the cousins that we have, like, I made a conscious effort this year to actually, like, interact with them. Okay. When you a kid, you just be kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really be. Oh, you look my age. Yeah. Like, you just be out there playing with who you know with. But, like, I literally just made a conscious effort to, like, just talk to people and get to know people. And, like, I, this was one of the best. One of the best experiences I had all year was literally that trip. You know what I'm saying? And now we got a, a group where we're trying to do a family 
um, gathering with just the the younger cousins or whatever. Right. Well, we necessarily not necessarily young no more, but we just gonna get together. Yeah, our age cousins, our age cousins. You know what I'm saying? Get together, go to Vegas or wherever the fuck we do. May do the cruise or go to Vegas or whatever. Yeah. But like just to hang out and like it's important to build those relationships and build those those bonds because, well, I think it is because like right now we be like trying to go to africanancestry.com and trace your roots back to here and there. And we got like real live family here who are doing amazing things. And we don't even you can't trace your roots to the East side. Yeah. Like then go talk to you, go talk to the uncle Yeah, that you, ne- that you never talked to Not because I don't got a problem, but you just never talked to him. What I found is just a lot of most people have a problem with interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Where they don't like you say, sometimes the internet, social media, phones have made us socially fucking have yeah. made some people socially fucking awkward. Like over the, the the year, I trace my I trace my bloodline back to slavery. Like legitimately. Cause you know, I, I be thinking like, well, you know, not everybody person over here was a slave. Right. And like some of us was here before. Like my grandmother who was still alive here, who's in town right now, by the way. Hey, Grandma. Uh, Like, her father, father, was a slave, was born into slavery. That's just two generations. That's yeah. really not that long. So my grandma's grandfather, who I have pictures of, when he was born, he was a slave. He was in, well, he was born a human. Right. But he was trapped inside this, that system that we had. Yeah. He had a son. My grandfather's, uh, well, my grandma's father, who helped build the town we was at in Florida, like he literally got statues and shit, which I blew my fucking mind. His name's on plaques, like he, like literally helped build the first church there, and like he, like an integral part of of history, yeah, of history. And I'm like, fam, it only took me sitting down with people. I took my camera out and I wanted to record and get things on tape. You know what I mean? Because I, I think history is important but like we have family here that that history and that connection and that knowing for your children is much more important than some petty ass argument that either you had 20 years ago or your parents possibly had like it's not really worth it yeah like we went through that with our family for a while and it hurt the children because when the aunts and uncles not getting along the children can't play no more like it went to it was a moment where like I was hanging out with certain people of the family and we just ain't never seen them no more. Hey man, you know one thing that also bothers me about families that tends to happen, family secrets that are taken to the grave that yes. only great grandma know about. Like, no, like I know maybe mental health was looked at differently, you know, six fifty, sixty years ago. But that could be a very that could be yes. something that's very important to the fabric of the family now and don't nobody talk about certain shit. Well, maybe little Damon wouldn't feel so ostracized and feel like he's alone if he knew that uncle such and such went through the exact same thing. Or or even be- or even worse, like when my father passed, a piece of information was revealed to me that, you know, I'm sitting with and trying to figure out like how do I decipher and what do I do with it? Because my dad's not here to answer certain questions. The The only other person that knows, I know them, but I don't have like a strong relationship with them. So I don't know 
what information, what 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 I may get from it. I would call and like, look, this is it. I need to know what happened. Whatever it is about. Yeah. I have no idea what it's about. But look, I'm I just want answers. And like I was blessed. You were blessed to have your mother, have your father in your life. You didn't go through a, a situation in life where like you wondering who your father was or right. whatever. And foolishly, I used to think that like, all right, your dad not in your life, but you old now and you're an adult. So that shit shouldn't it shouldn't impact you no more. No, but it does. That don't because I didn't experience that. It took me a while to understand like, no, having both parents like that's an integral part of who you are. And if you don't know. That you'll you'll always had that question. I got a good friend of mine that that's adopted. Like his, his records in the state where he's from, his records are sealed. Like he he can't. That's he crazy. can't. All all that he knows is his adopted parents. Like, but but he cannot even research about the woman that birthed him. And I mean, he he has issues. So like now he's he's in the process of getting married. You know, there are certain things he wants to have kids. There are certain things he doesn't know about his medical history yeah. because he has no no previous history. You he know what I'm saying? Married, he could be marrying a relative. Yeah, re- real life. Yeah, because the the woman that he's marrying is from the area that he grew up in, that's and crazy. no clue. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so like in real life, it's the holidays times, right? It's only a certain amount of times where you're going to get an opportunity to be around possibly the people that you had issues with or whatever. And for the greater good, man, get over that shit. Because in real life, unless somebody died behind some shit, somebody, when they say, oh, you some money, if you just mad that somebody said something that hurt your feelings one time, hey, man, get just over that shit. Just because you don't like the way another nigga talk. Really, though? <laughs> you about to tear this shit down just because you don't like how another nigga talk. Like, come on, man. Like, children be involved. Like, yeah. it's Christmas time. I know everybody don't like Christmas, but, like, dog, this Jesus is the reason for the season. Okay? <laughs> All right, Pastor Johnson. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, so, like, get that shit man, up, You said man. that shit like a rhyme. Jesus is the reason for the season. I'm saying, dog, <laughs> just get that shit up, man. Be happy, dog. Like, why? I was tweeting earlier this week. or Like, I be laughing all day, dog. I don't think life a joke, but I damn sure make fun of it as much as I fucking can. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like with what happened to me earlier this year, I approach it a lot. I approach it with a lot more like laid back approach because certain shit just ain't that serious. I'm just not. For the most part, just an angry or sad or depressed person. Now, I won't even play depressed because that, that make it sound like that's a negative or whatever. Right. But I just don't be like that. I'll be looking on my timeline and I'll be seeing people who just be mad and angry like every day, all day. About nothing. And I sometimes I'm like, man, I hope I hope to God that they release whatever they got on them. And just let you be normal. Like what you want out of life? Because in real life. I want to eat, drink, and be married. <laughs> you always say you always say that shit. That's your life slogan. I want to eat, eat, drink, and be married. Like what else is it? I want to smoke, fuck, and be, and be happy. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like th- be married. You can throw that, eating in there. Be married is like if I'm happy. Be married is be happy, be satisfied. That's my wife and children. Cool. I want to be able to eat and like not be starving for a meal. 
have me a drink or two. Like, fam, I don't understand why niggas be so mad. And just add in, I want to have sex with something with soft tattoo thighs. That's very Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe her name is Mary. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or their names. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just laugh a lot. You know what I'm saying? And one of my uh one of my coworkers, man, she said something to me today was kind of touching. Um, uh, she been going through uh some stuff, had a a, a death in the family, and uh she was like, you know what? She I have my AirPods in because I always got my AirPods in. Is that to keep people from talking to you? No, I literally just got him in all Because you I'm definitely listening. had me confused as fuck. You was having two <laughs> conversations <laughs> before we started recording. I listen to music all day or, or I'm on FaceTime or or podcast or it's always a damn shit in my ear. So like, take them out so I can listen. She was like, you know, the last couple of days, like I came in here, I was not in a good mood. I didn't feel like laughing and working, but like you made me laugh both of these days. Like, and you lift my spirits. So... When even I look over here and just shake my head at you, like, cause I don't want to be laughing right now, but I'm laughing like, well, you know, I am an idiot. So I'll continue to be an idiot. But like, you never know what, just, just being nice and being happy and being energetic, dog, that can help somebody whole fucking situation. I'm not really a nice person, dog. Fix that shit, fam. (laughs) It's hard for me. Get that darkness up off of you, (laughs) It's hard for me to be nice. It's not, though. It's, it's, It's really not. You know what I'm saying? You're a personable person. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not hard to be nice. It's hard to be nice if you tell yourself that it's hard to be nice. You you we we sold. We're salesmen by trade. You can talk to a stranger with anything. You talk for a fucking living on the fucking microphone. You can be you a personable person. You people clearly like listening to you. <laughs> they tune in for it. Like, like if you see me on the streets, like eh, proceed with caution. For what? Cause I don't know what type of day I'm having, and depending on your energy, this you could, alive, you having a good fucking day. Man, I, I just be no, real. it's that simple though. I just be real. It's I that be real simple. particular how I like to be dealt with, nigga. I get it. I get it. I'm a. I could be a very violent person, like you know, on some self on some defensive shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very aware of my surroundings and everything like that, you know. But like, I don't know, man. I don't really be on that shit like that no more. 2020, I'm going to try and be a better guy. I mean, hey, listen, dog. Or just starting a day. Yeah. Just starting a day. Why not? I mean, this thing called life, none of us make out of it. (laughs) 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 Like, for real. Like, none of us make it out of it, dog. So, like, you might as well have a good time and shit, especially if we don't know what's going to happen when we die. Like, Like, think about this, right? Whether you believe in heaven, whether you believe in hell, what if when you die, it was just nothing and you never came back, it was just the end of everything? Nigga, you lived a horrible fucking life then. Like, you was mean and mad and never had no fun and now you just don't exist no more. Dust. Like, shit. Just dust. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, have a good time at least. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? We had some acts to shops uh, this week. Oh, we did. We did have a have a good acts to shop. So pulling up the Shop Talk podcast page, and I appreciate y'all that participated. I also appreciate more when people read the motherfucking instructions and participate the right way the shit that I post. But that's a whole nother conversation that y'all ain't ready to have in 2019. So this is for ladies. Are we marrying for love or security? You cannot have both. That's where a lot of y'all fucked up at. Pick one and explain why. Fellas are open to join. Jason, since you have not been married before, 
Which one is most important to you? Are you marrying? Well, I guess, can you find, well, you could probably find some sense of security in a woman. Yeah. Or are you marrying for love? Um, Am I marrying for love or am I marrying for security? I'm marrying for love. Okay. Because if I wanted to marry for security, I could have sat a long time. Man, I could have married a whole bunch of women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But like, if, if it ain't what I want, it don't take much to make me happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I go to love rock. Okay. I don't think there's a wrong answer to the question, mm-hmm. but I think it for me. Because I ain't about to be miserable with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't but give if a fuck. she's rich, how I'm, miserable are you? A lot. Like, cause it, Just cheat. Just cheat. No nah, man, I'm not it's about cheap. to be miserable for nobody, dog. So you won't be miserable. You can just you have extracurricular. There's only one thing better I'm than not pussy. Gonna be, I'm not gonna be in no loveless marriage, Jason. I'm not even gonna be in no loveless relationship. There's only one thing better than pussy. Two pussies. New pussy. Oh, I don't know. So you know, just find yourself Mouth. new. And she is <laughs> 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 the second is the close runner up. Just um, find you something new. But that's no. not that's not what the question is asking. Okay, that's and and that's probably not realistic for yeah. me. I would probably get married again for love. I definitely had an opportunity years, years, years and years ago. There was a young lady that I had in my life who was definitely open to making me financially secure and you know not having to worry about money. Yeah. But the only thing I could think of this bitch gonna wake up one day and tell me what the fuck to do. And I ain't got two legs to stand on. Well, one thing about me. Uh, I'm the, I mean, I'm the man of the house, with it, whoever house I'm in. So one thing about me, right? Uh, though I ain't angry and mad and I'm a laughing joke, um, I ain't the easiest person to to get along with all the time, right? Because fortunately or unfortunately, I'm only going to do whatever I want to do in my own time. Fact, you know what I'm saying. So like most of us that are adults, that's kind of how we function. Um, and that's a flaw of mine that I know, and that's not just in my personal life. That's in my professional life. I don't do shit when it's supposed to be done. I do shit when I get ready to do it, and I think that's the way God want me to be because He tells me when it's time for me to do things. But um, I'm not gonna if I wasn't if I didn't love the person I was with. There's no way I could be disopinionated and not be with somebody I love because that that should have get really disrespectful. Fair like, enough. Not disrespectful, like in like a, a yelling at you way, but like I may, we may have a conversation and I don't I don't put the love into the explanation. You know what I'm saying? Because I could be more fact based than emotion sometimes. Yeah. And if I don't have that love there, it's gonna come off. It's not gonna be. A, it's not gonna be good. It's funny you mention that because my therapist mentioned something to me about me being able to compartmentalize things. And sometimes that's what your responses are. Like, I can respond to you this way because I view you that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, I would get, I would definitely just off that young lady. You know, she probably could have made my life amazing on the financial end, but like, I just always felt like one day I would not have, like, I'm going to have to depend on her. And I'm going to be at the behest of how she feels. I, while I'm not doing bad financially, you know, I want to, I want to wake up every morning to a woman that lights that fire inside of me that like, I can't live without that I need. I just love her so much. Yeah. Like that's, that's the feeling that I want. That's what I want to get married for. Um, let me ask you a question. Yo. Cause I got this feeling. 
uh, and I don't know if it's a, a general thing, it's a guy thing, or this just a me thing. But I, I genuinely think that um, men don't settle as much as women settle. And the reason why a man could possibly leave a marriage that he's been with for all this time and just go with insert person here is because he always wanted that other person. No, no, I believe that too. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's just a you thing. Yeah, so it's like, as long as you don't have this one person that you really want, you may be getting involved in relationships and everything, but like in the back of your mind, like you know. If she ever became available and was showing that interest. You didn't fuck around and fucked off your wife because a motherfucker, she came to a party like, I'm going to this motherfucking party. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, we watched this shit on Power. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask, do you got that person? That's that's still in your brain. Like I kind of know that we always supposed. Now, granted, that shit may never fucking happen. Right. And the reason that that's why women may be better than men because they can realize that shit ain't gonna never fucking happen, and it's not gonna let that shit be a detriment to my life. So I do think women are better than men. But like, do you think is there that person? Is I guess it's the, like the the one that got away type shit. I won't say I won't call her the one that got away, but there's definitely. One woman I can think of that was like, I probably should have navigated that a little bit differently, and we probably would have had, we probably would be still be together to this day. I don't know if you can answer this question or not. Do you think there's one person that no matter who you with, if this person comes available, you going with that? You going that route? I don't. I don't think. I don't know if I can answer. That, okay. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I'm not answering either. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, 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 asking, I'm just the asking the questions and shit. You know ask, most of the women that answered this question were were they were looking for to get married for security. That's wild to me though. What? I don't know because we are we are different beings and they produce life. So they for if the since the woman produces life, they probably want to be secured while they're trying to produce life, and that life could be secure or maybe i look at it as one way you tired of paying bills and you just want a nigga to to, to front your fucking lifestyle for sure because I, I did see one of those comments well let me i'm going with security love is great however if and when love fades the marriage will help in the long <laughs> the marriage help in the long run love won't keep a roof over my head love won't pay bills love won't help me get a new home vehicle food on the table um Almost every last woman I know who's divorced said they're married for security over love. The next go around for reasons similar. And I said a job will, though. Why you can't pay your own bills like everybody else? Um, This is my issue with people who think this way. Shout out to this person because this is a friend. Um, You going into it thinking that this is going to fail. And you also said, or your know, other people who you know who are divorced, maybe because y'all are similar minded thinking. Like, I, I don't, maybe that's the reason I'm not married. I don't plan on getting divorced when I get married. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> now, it's probably bad for me to say, but like, I've never, I don't look at any situation like I'm, I got to be in this forever. Like, there's a out, I, I can, to a fault, I can detach and probably walk away from damn near anything beyond my children. Which is why I don't understand why people put so much pressure on getting married as if you can't get out of it. 
back in the, it was much cheaper for me to get out of the marriage than I than it cost me to get married. It's like we super we now you my super girlfriend. It's like a super <laughs> relationship. Like if it was like once you married this person, it was final. Then I can understand it, but like no, you got to marry me. Be, I can end the marriage whenever I want to. Yeah. If I put your name on a mortgage together, I can't get out the mortgage without us selling this house. Like that's more. If we got a business together, like that's more of a binding. It's harder to dissolve. I can't dissolve that shit. I can't dissolve a fucking child. If I have a child with somebody, goddamn it, gonna make this shit work. I mean, you can dissolve it before it come out. Oh, <laughs> dissolve it before it come out. Ah, take her to Scottsdale. Most people say security or both. So they really mean security. Yeah. And when they say security, what this question is, are you marrying for money or are you marrying for love? It's so funny that all the women marry, want to marry for money who made a comment on this one and talk about maybe the reason that they marry for money and the reason that niggas trick off money so much is because they think women want money and they clearly do want the money. Yeah, they do. So... Uh, uh, OG once told me that every woman has a price, every last one of them. Yeah, find your price, find the price point that you are comfortable with, and stay there. Everyone, everyone has a price. Some we all can't afford BMWs. Some of us has to have to drive Toyota Camrys. Find the price point that you are comfortable paying, and stay there. Yeah, I'm one of them. I got, yeah, I agree. I agree. And some vehicles I just won't drive. Like it's really it's some vehicles I could drive. Some of y'all, some of y'all, some B lots, the eight mile B lot. It's some some cars look nice, but like I could get a better car than this. Yeah, I've I've driven better. Not even Hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Like I look at my car list and like no, this don't really match up. Yeah, with what I'm looking for. And that could be on any level. Could be physical. Could be spiritual. Could be emotional. Like this don't match up. What what I what no I you, I can't I can't ride in the C class. C class good or bad? C class is good. That's a band. So I can't ride in the escort no more, fam. I yeah. had an escort. Had to had a had a great Lex. You know what I'm saying? It was an escort LX. Oh okay. And it was great. there's the long joint. Uh, no, not the super joint long joint. As a matter of fact, I had two two different escorts that was an LX. And uh, I used to tell the nigga, damn, like, we about to pull up in the gray Lex, because LX, and they both was gray. And uh, a couple couple women were confused when I pulled up. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. <laughs> we're going to get the gray Lex when we pull up. Yeah, it was different. Um, I don't know, man. I would be kind of offended if the person I'm with is, is marrying me for money. Like I mean, that. Like, how But what if you still get what you want? No. They're marrying you for no. money, but you still get everything that you want and need out of the relationship. Well, that's the way. That's the reason I don't trick. Like, I don't. I don't do like my ego won't allow me that to happen. Right. Like you only with me because of what I can give you financially. Like I can't. I. I, I can't fathom. Like you mean like I'm a in my brain. I'm like I'm a great fucking guy. <laughs> like the fuck you mean? That's not enough. You just want the money. Like I. It won't allow. I can't. I can't compute. Okay. So it won't. It, I can't do it. And if I found out that it, the only, it, but she's the woman of your dreams, Jay. She know, the she's the of, woman of your dreams. Yeah. Now the, you may not be the man of hers, see, but she's the woman of your dreams, and you still getting everything that you want. The even if the love is contrived, you still get love, companionship, 
sex. Like she's still doing the things that you desire. I'd be so I'd be miserable. I would. Li- I would. Would li- you really though? After like after that first couple smashes were off, like I probably would be miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, damn nigga, you don't even want to be here. Like I don't. I couldn't. No, do she it. does want to be there, just not for the same reasons that you want to be there. Yeah, I probably I couldn't do it. Okay. Hmm. I mean yeah. that's that's fair. Yeah. Damn, like if you find out, damn, your bitch don't even want you in her life. Like, cause if a nigga come out with a bigger bag who can make her more more secure, then she out of there. Yeah. And then like what that's gonna do to your ego. <laughs> now because, And now she's gonna try and take some money when she's walking out the door. I'm not I'm not in it for that. You know what I'm saying? Because if if, if you there for the for the bag, if the bag fumble, then you out of here. Since I know that, now I'm be focused all on money. Yeah. And now I can't even make you happy no more. Because I'm focused all on money. But what if she can grow? She might. She may grow to love you. That's possible. I mean, I don't think a, a woman could be around me for too long and not fall in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, in general. But maybe that. Maybe that happens. But would a love ever outweigh the the security? Who knows. That's like one of the questions, and that's like one of the the meaning of life questions. That be knows? one of those who to ride or die shit. Like I don't want to go through trauma with you because I'll be, I'm cool without going through trauma. But it is a. a Can a, you really be my woman if you ain't never picked me up from jail? Can you? Shout out to <laughs> Shorty who picked me up. Can, can <laughs> who, you? Can you? Can I really call you my woman? And I and I can't call on you when I get arrested. Can shout I? Out to Shorty who pick, who bailed me out. Look. Look, <laughs> look, man, I didn't have some riders, some riders come pull a nigga out. I'm talking, I ain't got no bail money, baby. I'm in jail. I ain't got no bail money. Fuck you going to do. Fuck you going to do because I can't sit. Figure it out. I'll see you in two hours. No, I'm not that. My voice ain't that deep on the phone. I'm from, I'm coming to your hat in hand like, uh, hey. Uh. Hey, look. <laughs> Look, I got arrested one time. I made the call like, look, I'm not going to see a judge today. It's Friday. Figure it out. Come get me. How much you? How much is a peace of mind worth for you? It's priceless. Like in real life, though. That shit is fucking priceless. Like there's a certain peace of mind that I, I get when if I'm in a relationship and I know this person is fully vested. Yeah. Or whatever the situation we're going through, I'm going to protect you 100% of the time. You know what I'm saying? But we go into a bar or some shit. And I know you got the banger in your purse. Like, I feel comfortable if I know, worst case scenario, like, you got my back. I don't need you to get my back. I don't need you to grab the bill. But that sense of peace, like. But, I mean, even on but on the flip side, I'll be honest. I done had that peace of mind from a woman and still walked away just because, like, nah. Yeah. I ain't like that you did this. And, you know, probably ruined and walked off on, like, great women because of like silly shit well you can be a great woman and still not be compatible facts you know what i'm saying that don't take nothing away from you and who you are i'm just not it's just not me yeah energies matter and we got a lot of people who are mating and exchanging energies that we're never supposed to mix yeah you know what i'm saying so uh i've definitely walked away from great women um or actually i made them dump me uh, <laughs> but <laughs> well, one of them I walked away from, but great woman, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but like, other than that, solid, I, solid. I make, I just make them dummy. Um, but like, that's not a knock on them, which is why we all friends to this day. 
Like I'm friends with all my exes. I'm probably not friends with most of the women I dated previously. Well, I'm, a decent, I'm a decent human being though. Yeah, I'm not. You know, you, you know. Dirt bag day. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt bag day. But you know. All right, man. What was the other axe shot? Uh, hold on. Oh, it was about the the rings. <laughs> it was about it was about the motherfucking rings. Hold on, let me pull it up. I'm gonna read the whole thing. Stop disrespecting these women, asking them to marry you with these one carat rings. If you cannot afford a ring, three carats or better, approximately thirty five. Hundred dollars, you cannot afford a wife. First of all, a three carat ring for thirty five hundred dollars is going to be cloudier than a motherfucker. But that's here nor there. It's bigger. It's bigger than being materialistic. It's about being able to see your see with your third eye. It's about being able to read between the lines. Marriage is a business, whether you like it or not. Disney messed y'all head up with this happily ever after phrase. You cannot start a business without some type of financial backing. What can we do for each other? If you don't have enough money to spend on an, an, an inanimate object such as a ring, you're not ready to be investing in a business, i.e. a marriage. Get back to the drawing board. <sighs> Bitch, you'll never get married. You'll never get married. She was all over the place in that shit. Yeah. When you start telling me about seeing with my third eye, I'm fully tapped into that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. talk about our third eye. My third eye ain't buying a $3,500 inanimate object. Because once you can recognize that it's an inanimate object that you can waste money on, you're talking about, I'm ready to start a business. Well, how about we start a, a business together first? Right. Because if we can't do that, we're not going to be married. That's just how it is. If I can't do business with you, I'm not entering in the biggest business decision of my life with you. Right. How do you interact with it? It's not going to happen. For me, it's not going to happen. Fair enough. Um. So this is my issue. Is my wedding ring also going to be $3,500? I don't even want a ring. I want a Rolex. Don't buy me a wedding ring. You heard about old girl who proposed at the Pistons game a couple weeks ago with a Rolex? No. Yeah, that was all over the timeline. I would have uh, said yeah. yes. Yes. You know, you want to drop down on one knee and give me a fucking Rolex? I'm not going to disrespect you with no no. Yes, God damn it. Now, give me this fucking watch. <laughs> no. I don't. I would feel a way about a woman trying to propose to me. Man, we talked about yeah, this shit before. I, I'm, that's, that's not going to happen. I was 19. She dropped down on one knee. I said yes. I put the ring on my pinky finger. Uh, we didn't make out. We didn't work out. But On your pinky finger, Jay? I did. But like, hey, it was my girlfriend at the time. She popped up at the job, dropped down on one knee, and said she wanted to marry me and gave me a ring. I'm 19. What am I supposed to do? So you just put your pinky I'm, out? I you might, just put your pinky out, Jay? I might have been 18. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was fresh out of high school. What am I supposed to do? Get the fuck up. I'm at work. She also popped up one day at work with a tattoo of my name on her. She used to come to my job with surprise. Came out with a, a nice gold Wittenhauer watch one day. I made her take that shit back. I'm like, dog, this watch was like I'm 18 years old. You gave me a watch that cost a thousand dollars. Like you work at Sears with me. <laughs> like, take this shit back. You she just put this on a credit card. She's been saving up all her little Sears checks. Now, uh, in retrospect, I wish I would have kept that fucking watch. <laughs> but like I'm not, that's not so the reason I brought that up is certain things I like. And I, I have them because I like them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like I'm not a materialistic person. That shit really don't matter to me, right? Why the fuck are diamonds so important? I don't know. Like it's a piece of it's it shines when light hits it. I can literally take a piece of glass, cubic zirconia, and make it do the same thing. You can't you can't get your wife no cubic, man. No, that's not what I'm oh. saying. What I'm saying is 
what about the diamond is what is it? What is it? What does it do for you besides shine light? And my my husband loved me. He bought me a big ass diamond. Even outside of marriage, say fuck a gauged ring. Diamonds hold this immense value. I don't know why. Like why? It don't do shit but reflect light. Because we put value into it. Like you can't. No one can tell me why. Well, it took millions and millions of years to make. Nigga, so is every fucking rock on the ground. Every piece of everything that's on this earth been here since this bitch. <laughs> like, it's the same amount of dirt that's been here the whole time. Right. You're right. Like, it ain't left nowhere because you know we ain't left earth. Uh, Like, it, it's the same amount. Like, I don't get why it's so important. Like, somebody took De Beers in real life. Diamond Company said, hey, no, nah, this shit right here is important. So, this is important. And we just took it and ran with it. This shit. I mean, it looked nice when light hit it. It shined and sparkles. But I can make a regular piece of glass do that. Like, what exactly about this? I don't know, man. Like, you want your wife to have a respectable ring, man. You want her to be able to, you know, put. I'm that not bitch talking in. about trying to buy her something that's not a, a diamond. I don't. I don't know why there's. I mean, to answer your your true question, I don't know why there's so much value placed in in. This and you stone. don't know if it's a, a a diamond or a piece of glass unless you get like some equipment to test it. Like, you can't even touch them and see. Like. Yeah what about this is special like i don't so I, I just don't understand it i don't i don't that's beyond me you know what i'm saying maybe we need to get a jeweler in here or, or reach out to one i mean they'll tell me what you can tell the differences between this one and this was clear and this one is not as clear but like what does that mean to me like i'm not i don't got a fucking giant magnifying glass bitch the light hit that motherfucker that bitch sparkling glisten yeah, yeah that's that's, <laughs> like, a, that's a baby saying <laughs> shit like i don't i don't get why it's so important other than the fact that niggas has already told you it was important and i went to uh the dia one time and i was looking at this exhibit and it was these old ass look like some old ass dried out wood but it was these beads and they had a picture of what they used to look like. And they had them all painted up or whatever. And these things were, I, for, I can forget whatever country in Africa it was from. But like these were the equivalent to diamonds. Like this was the the major currency. Like if you had this, you, you, had, rich. you would had everything. And it would just, it was some fucking wood that had some paint on it. Like we make the value for everything. Not a shit sitting downtown somewhere in a, in a piece of glass. And like you would throw that shit away. Like nigga did it flood in the basement like what what is this shit but like we give it this back like diamonds are every fucking where they're not even rare oh they're rare stones nigga i can go to target and get a diamond nigga like yeah like can. an actual diamond you can go to fucking sam's club and get a fucking diamond and pretty sure sam's club's got good diamonds i know like diamonds are everywhere like they're they're not rare you know, I, I get what you're saying like it's an abundance of them. niggas have been buying brand new diamonds <laughs> since the 50s when the beers popped out so you mean every year a million motherfuckers go out there and buy a brand new diamond it's not like they're recycling the old ones like every year niggas buy a brand new diamond it's a ton of these bitches <laughs> yeah it's not even rare like what are we doing now granted i understand the society is what it is and i understand i don't I'm, my wife not about to be out with people looking at her ring and like judging her off of it, whatever. I understand the social status and everything like that. But if this bitch want to talk about some third eye and starting a business and all this other bullshit, uh, maybe you never started a business. It doesn't cost 3,500 to do it. 
It it, it really even, doesn't. You're not even getting your shit internationally trademarked for thirty five hundred. Yeah, fuck out of here. Um, and then like, this is my issue with women like this. Well, this is my issue with thinking like this. Because when you come to the table and you want to tell me newsflash, this is the business. Um, everybody wants to know what you bring to the table. Well, what are you bringing to the table then? Because if your qualifications of you being a good woman or whatever is the fact that you cook clean and you got a degree I can cook I can clean and I got a degree too like what exactly are you and you expecting me to pay the bills anyway right right Cause that's the man responding like why is this a good it don't be a good deal for business business why it don't be a good deal for a lot of niggas because basically what makes your pussy worthy enough for me to pay for everything Cause like you mean to tell me you about to go into a business with somebody and you gonna pay all the bills and they just gonna reap the benefits? Who signing a contract? Right. No one doing that shit. So don't don't come into this telling me how how this is really a business. Well, what what are you bringing? Cause until we have children, that's not even on the table yet. What if I want to have kids? You ain't you ain't wait you ain't raising the kids and, and shit. We'll both be equally raising these. It ain't like I you <sighs> you pop out the baby and you just take care of this motherfucker till you turn eighteen. I'm gonna have to pay for that shit too. I don't know how other people raise their children. You know what I'm saying? But I just plan to be actively involved in my child life every day of his life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not gonna knock a woman for whatever. But like I literally plan to be actively involved in my child's life every single day of the life of the life. There's not a I don't, that's just how I, I don't get it. days off. You know what I'm saying? Well, the mom will do this. Good. Perfect. But dad going to be right there too. Yeah. Like that's just how, that's my plan. Whether that happened in real life, whether I fucking ever pop a kid out, who knows? But like, I don't, I can't just subscribe to the fact that I'm not going to be as good as a parent or, or as involved in the parent in, in the child's life. Cause I'm a man. That's not how I gonna not this not anybody else whoever did whatever niggas be ain't shit sometimes and don't be there. I, yeah. I can understand why people would think that, but that's not going down like for you in my situation. Yeah, so yeah I got you. That shit don't even that don't even equate to me. Like I don't I don't get it. But if you want to bring a business to the deal, you want to bring this shit about business. Well, what you bring it to the table? Are you taking care of half of these resp- the billing responsibilities? Absolutely not. Because if if that's the case, if I look, because you can be like, no, nah, you just want to. She bringing a fat ass and some B-Lop you pussy. Just, you just want to, you just want a roommate. She bringing a fat ass and some B-Lop pussy. Yeah. So uh, that's not the analogy you want to make. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not what you want. It take $3,500. Like, nigga, so y'all start a, mar- a marriage with $3,500 in your bank account. Y'all think y'all made it? <laughs> like, what? Y'all in deep shit. Y'all in deep shit. Um, and I don't want no $3,500 ring. I want a Yacht Master and some buffs. Figure now, it out. Now, Holland's made a good comment or a comment. I don't know if it's good or not, depending on what y'all think. Yeah. But marriage became a business ever since the government got involved. Marriage used to be a union between two people that loved each other and pledged their love for God. This is why marriages aren't lasting the way our grandparents did. It's sad that it's come to this, and I want no parts of it. Um, she's telling the truth and it's ugly truth, unfortunately. However, business partners should be equal unless the person who puts in more money will have the larger share. So does the husband to be get a ring also? I hate y'all. I actually enjoy her comment really well. I love Hadira. That's my dog. 
Um, I mean, that's it. So how much is my ring costing? It better be at least 3500 Yeah, because niggas' rings be looking weak as fuck out here. I don't want just no plain-ass gold band. I remember I seen Nas ring. That bitch spent around. And I was like, ever since I seen that shit, I'm like, yep, <laughs> gotta get that shit. My shit gotta have spinners on it. I <laughs> motherfucker gotta spin. Uh, the mechanical rings, I think that's what yeah, they call. That bitch got spinners, spray wells, nigga, spray wells on that motherfucker. Um, yeah, dog. Uh, that's it, dog. If you want me to be faithful, this bitch better have some ice on it. Um, yeah, you know, if if a nigga out there with a cold ass, if a, if a nigga got a cold ass wedding ring, that say a lot about the wife. Yeah. A lot about you know what I'm saying. So if it say a lot she about she really got my back too. Yeah, or like oh they make they make a lot of good money together because niggas rings be ba- not saying if you got a base of ring on I me mean, you don't got no money but like or she could just be spending your money and get you what you want. Yeah, you know how it go, bro, bitch. I won't go that far, but you I know will. How I will. All right, man. That's all I got this week, dog. All right, man. You got a uh, I do got a music pick for the week. My homie Cam. Cameron just dropped Purple Haze too today. Yo. Cam is easily one of my favorite rappers ever. Ever. So I'm fucking with Purple Haze. You know what Haze else too. trouble puzzle me? I find that shit a riddle. How can when you got a lot, people say you add a little? little. Uh whose bars is these? <laughs> I forgot. We gotta get back to shit. doing that next year. Hey, listen, dog. Whose man's is this? Uh I saw this clip last night. Russell Westbrook, dog. Talk to you for a second, dog. <laughs> Fucking clown. This nigga missed the free throw and was like, yeah, nigga, the rim bit. The rim ain't, the rim is not straight. That nigga did a little tilt with his hands and made somebody come out the back. A guy who did not want to do that. I can tell he did not want to do that. I mean, that's like his job, but like, I ain't got to really do this part of my job. Like, I did this shit before every game. I know the, I know the rim is straight. So he came out the crowd with a, a ladder, went up there with a leveler. Level to that, like, nigga, the, the bubble is directly in the middle. Yeah. Then he took a picture with his iPhone so he can go over there and show him, and then he give him the Jordan shrug, like, hmm, thought it was crooked. No, nah, nigga, you missed the shot, dog. Like, you missed the shot, fam. The rim is in the crooked. I've never seen the rim crooked unless I, Shaq brought that bitch down. I've seen that happen one time. Kobe pulled it off. Like, the rim was actually, like, off. I believe Kobe Bryant over Russell Westbrook. Kobe's a serial killer. Kobe is a man, dog. He's the man. Uh, I can't wait till that the episode of um drop on him and um uh on the Showtime joint. What um damn I'm what's my man? Damn, my man he threw the ball at uh, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes and fucking um Kobe. Yeah, and uh, Stephen Jackson. Jack- Damn, yeah. I'm sorry, fellas. I, I watch y'all shit on YouTube all the time, but my my short term memory is is trash lately. Have I said that before? You get old. You get old. My short term memory is trash, dog. You get old. I need more sleep. That's what it is. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't sleep at night. I nap. Yeah, I just nap. But Stephen Jack and um, they got it. He Kobe's on their podcast or their video show. That's on Showtime. Oh, okay. that's how they do it. They Nick fuck a podcast like we. This shit is on Showtime. Uh, so I watch that shit. That Showtime bag got to be nice. Yeah, we'll see. Soon. I want one of them bags. Yeah, we'll, we'll see real soon. Bags. Uh, but whose man's it is? Russell. Shut the fuck out. He can't. Something wrong with, with Russell Westbrook, dog. Something wrong with him. He a little touch. Yeah, man. It's he time for touch. the benediction, dog. I'm, I'm queuing up the benediction music right now. Because... <laughs> 
you know, like I like I do every week, it is Dame Gone Wild on IG. Uh, Dame Gone Wild 313 on the Twitters. You can add me. I just can't see you. If you talk shit, you know, I, I peep subliminals. I don't miss shit. <laughs> uh and that's all I got, man. So you can see your timeline and everything? I can my timeline updates every fucking day. Everybody that I was following, I can still see. Damn, that must suck. Like, nigga, you can't talk no I more. can't interact with you at all. Damn, but they let you see what's going on outside. You just in the window. Nigga, it refreshes every time I pull up the app. Damn, that sucks, dog. That's fucked up. Um Follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Shit, follow my photography page. I think I'm gonna change the name of it. That's never it's the Canon dot JPEG. Um, that wasn't never supposed to be the the the, the name forever. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know what to call it. So okay, I'm in the process of thinking of something. Did you and DDT ever do that thing where y'all go out and take the pictures? No, I just reached out to him uh, yesterday. Actually, I told him I'd give me a week since I got a new camera. I reached out to him yesterday. I put some East Side slander out there. And the, and the OG homie DDT told me that he wishes I had violent diarrhea because of what I said. Every time I put, uh, put up an Android slander, uh, he makes a comment. <laughs> it boos me, actually. <laughs> it's literally boo. That's, that's what actually what he does. But I, I, I gave him a call yesterday and told him, like, look, got this new cam. I'm going to play with it for about a week. The camera, that is. Pause. And uh, once I get all the settings and everything right, man, we can get out there and take some, take some shots. You know, one, one thing that I enjoy about the podcast is, like, people that I genuinely, like, used to look up to and, like, man, you know, I really admire I, are people that we're now cool with. Yeah, so, You know, it's a crazy world out here. It'd be fun uh, finding out who listens to the podcast. Yeah. Or they make a comment or I'll see somebody tweet a link out that I didn't post, whatever. They just tweeted out like, oh, shit, who knew you even listened? Yeah. So uh, I appreciate y'all, man. And I feel like it's a lot of y'all listeners who've been listening for a long time and coming for a long time. It's like I feel like we like family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we've been doing this shit together for a long time. So uh, shout out to y'all, man. Even the crazy ones. <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's, it's a few y'all that's a little touched. Yeah. But uh listen. God man. bless you though. Uh he is fucking these keys up. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you hear the bitches tapping this shit. But listen, man, like we say every week, uh when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. So I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. <laughs>